Welcome to Mr. Podcast with Claude and Justin. This is Dexter Podcast number six, and we're covering the last two episodes of season five, Hop Afraider, and the big one. Uh, I'll go through a fairly quick, uh, medium-length recap of the two real quick, and then we'll jump into the discussion. Um... Episode 11, Hop a Freighter. Uh, Deb and Quinn pay another visit to Jordan Chase. Dexter and Lumen plan how to capture Jordan and think to use Lumen as bait. Dexter realizes there's a camera watching them and tries to find out who's behind it. Uh, he finds the camera has an ID tag and tracks it back to Quinn. Liddy th- threatens Quinn and tells him he has to bust, uh, bust Dexter when the time comes. Masuka finds the male shoe print and evidence uh, of a murder at the house next door to Alex's. Uh, Deb thinks the vigilante has a male accomplice. Dexter and Lumen find pictures of them disposing of Cole in Quinn's apartment. Dexter waits for who he thinks is Quinn uh, to come back to the surveillance van. Uh, Dexter tries to drug him. But it turns out, just like in Star Wars, it's a trap uh, set by Liddy, who tases Dexter. Uh, Lumen gets a call for help from Emily at the direction of Jordan. Liddy tries to get Dexter to make a full confession, but all he gets is a kick in the face Uh, and a knife in the chest. Lumen goes to Emily's and uh, finds it's a trap. Jordan's there waiting for her. Liddy tells Dexter he... um, uh, oh, I guess he hasn't killed him yet. Liddy tells Dexter he just wants uh, to turn to turn Dexter in to get his job back. He doesn't care about Lumen. Then Dexter kills Liddy just as Quinn arrives. Quinn checks out Liddy's van but doesn't see anything, uh, especially not the drop of blood that lands in his shoe. Uh, Dexter gets a call from Lumen, uh, gets the calls that Lumen left on his voicemail, and learns that she went to Emily's. Um, then Dexter gets rid of Liddy's evidence against him and uh, Lumen. Jordan kills Emily. Dexter arrives at Emily's and sees that Lumen is gone. He follows uh, the blood trail, uh, but it runs cold. Next episode, the big one. Harry shows up uh, to make Dexter second-guess himself, but he doesn't. Cody, Aster, Harrison, the grandparents, and the nanny, which is not a Peter Greenaway film, uh, show up to Dexter. <laughs> but should be. A, a small few people will get that joke. Um, <laughs> the kids uh, want to stay with Dexter for the summer. Uh, Dexter calls Jordan, trying uh, to make a deal to get Lumen back. De- Jordan stops at a light, and a guy running a one-man farmer's market recognizes Jordan and notice muffling sounds of a trapped victim in his trunk. Uh, Dexter tries to find where Jordan is holding Lumen and checks property records of Eugene Greer. We see Jordan bring Lumen to a camp where she was originally abused. Uh, Liddy's homicide is called in, and the whole department goes out to see the crime scene. Quinn deletes voicemails from Liddy and tries to distance himself from him. Uh, Maria questions Quinn regarding the voicemails and notices blood on Quinn's shoes. He asks for a lawyer. Deb questions Quinn but doesn't get anything out of him. Dexter finds where Lumen is and literally races to the camp. Harry appears just in time to distract Dexter, and Dexter hits a bulldozer and flips his car where Jordan is waiting. Uh, Jordan has Dexter and Lumen captured, but Dexter gets the upper hand by stabbing Jordan in the foot. 
uh, as Deb gets closer to finding the camp. Jordan's uh, on the kill table. He goads he goads Lumen into stabbing him as Dexter and Lumen are cleaning up. Deb Deb finds them in the act. She gives them a heartfelt speech and then lets them go. Deb then visits Quinn in jail and pledges her support. Lumen and Deb dispose of Jordan. The next day, Lumen realizes she's totally over the whole killing thing and needs to leave. Dexter realizes Lumen's dark passenger has gotten off the train. <laughs> she realizes Dexter uh, needs to keep killing. He, he tells her he'll carry her darkness even though it's already gone. He'll keep it with him even though she doesn't need him to. Uh, <laughs> I'm editorializing here. Uh, <laughs> I know. That wasn't exactly in the episode, but you know. All right. The whole cast shows up at Harrison's birthday party at the beach. Dexter comes late as usual. Maria and Angel agree to start over. Um, season five wasn't really great for their relationship, you know. Uh, Deb brings Quinn to the party. Maria c- congratulates Deb on solving the Barrel Girls case. Quinn thanks Dexter for helping him with the blood work, which cleared him. And the Liddy case, the Liddy homicide, Deb tells Dex he must be happy that this is all over. Dot, dot, dot. Aster talks to Dexter, asks him if helping Lumen made him feel better about losing Rita. No response. Babysitter enters with the cake. Dexter grabs Harrison since it's photo op time and blows out the candle, uh, which was supposed to be Harrison's job. But you know what? Wishes are for children. (laughs) So I'm going to take a wish from my child. Exactly. Um, That's how we end season five, folks. Wishes, of course, are for children. I don't know. Um, so what do you think, my friend? Well. Maybe from the tone of my recap, you can tell what I think. <laughs> I can. I can. So I actually uh, kind of rewatch these episodes, and um, I think, uh, I don't know, maybe I like it a little better than you do. I think um, – there's individual scenes that are good, I think, and mm-hmm. um, I did. I do appreciate that now. Um, I don't know. Maybe appreciate isn't the right word, but I I could at least kind of get into the whole like thing, which is clearly Dexter's central problem, which is you know being able to connect to someone, mm-hmm. and the whole like alienation thing that happens um, when Lumen leaves and and at the end. Like I I thought that was fairly well done and fairly good but i i think i feel the same way about these episodes as i felt about the whole season which is that it's it's fine but there's something um there's something just not quite as strong uh mm-hmm. as the show's been before um in in a way i don't know i don't know what, i don't know what happened but it just uh it just doesn't carry the weight that it used to mm-hmm. uh to me and so um <clears throat> So I the, I remember the the tension in the last couple episodes for previous seasons being very very high and mm-hmm. uh I don't I never really got that from these um I was interested to see what would happen but I really honestly never felt um really uh concerned about any of the characters' fates cuz mm-hmm. I was pretty sure of what was going to happen the whole time. Yeah. And I just didn't like that. I didn't like feeling that way. Um mm-hmm. You know, but I, I I do like some of the character scenes, and there were parts that were fine, and 
I, I can appreciate what they were trying to do on a level. I, so I didn't exactly hate it, but it wasn't great. I, I, I don't know. To me, it was sort of like, ah, six out of ten, something like that. Yeah, I mean, that's pretty much how I feel. I, I didn't hate it either. I just thought it really came down to nothing that interesting. I think one of the reasons the show doesn't care the same weight this season is Dexter's asking the same questions he's been asking. And he got to the, you know, the end of this season, you know, in the finale, he, he's like, you know, can I share my secret with someone and they accept me for who I am? The answer's no, Dexter. You know, can I... Can I be a serial killer and a good father? No. You know, like, these questions that you're asking, the answer is no. So you either need to realize that and plan around it, or, you know, I think he's asking the wrong questions. That's what, that's what frustrates me at the end of the day is the questions he's asking, he's already been told no several times by his endeavors. You know, and then Harry shows up at the, in the finale to say, we've already been here before. Like, he's telling the audience, this is a situation we've seen Dexter in before, you know, and it's like, yeah, we have, why are we watching it again? You know, and that's, that to me is what this, 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 this season really comes down to. It's just a retread of the other seasons and the tension, you know, like you said, there wasn't any, uh, any great deal of tension because we can see how this is going to play out. You know, Luma's going to leave, you know, uh, you, like, there was, they weren't even pretending that she was going to be around, you know, after the finale. They didn't even say, like, you know, they could have written her where she stayed, you know, like, and next season she's gone, you know, like, at least make it worse, this idea that they had fallen in love, you know, but I thought it was pretty crappy. You know, we had our issue with the fact that they slept together really sort of early, you know, a couple episodes ago. And really just to make their, you know, the sort of bond stronger through the finale through the last couple episodes. But she just leaves them like, like, okay, I don't feel the need to kill anymore. Therefore, my feelings for you are gone too, which is, which is weird, you know. And I just thought like it was a lot of, you know, a lot of stuff happened with not, not much outcome. Like where, where, how, how much has Dexter progressed this season? You know, I don't think he's progressed very much. You know, at the end of the, the day, it's like, Aster asked him, did, did all of this help you get over mom? Just say yes. Jesus Christ, throw the audience a bone. You know, like, like let us know that you at least think it helped, you know, or it, it would try to help, or even if that wasn't your reason to begin with, that now that you look back on it, yeah, it did help. You know, now helping Lumen... And having her leave me somehow makes me understand the Rita situation. I just felt like it was very, the season was very lackluster and, and lacked that, like, extra, like, quality, the extra finesse in the writing and, and in the storytelling that, that other seasons had, where you felt like you were getting at something interesting with what was going on, and it just, everything kind of just stayed at the surface, you know, like, and, and my other big thing with the season is Dexter was off his game pretty much the entire season. You know, he he didn't even know Liddy was after. <laughs> you know, good thing good thing Liddy was stupid enough to confront Dexter head on. Uh, you know, if he had just submitted the tapes to the department, you know, or called Maria up and said, "Hey, guess what? I got one of your guys on tape." You know, it's just like that would have been it. Yeah. Yeah. So I just my frustration really is not it's just sort of disappointment more than anything else of how like 
you know, the Santa Muerte thing never came back. Yeah, that wasn't a I surprise don't, to me. I don't know how you leave a case with uh with the you know, with a uh, not a, even a suspect, I mean a guy you know who's involved, the other brother, you just leave him out there and you never talk about the case again. Yeah, how, did they're they close, done. how did they close that case? I mean, Man. Uh, it's it's so weird. And why not kill him off if you're gonna be done with it? If the show's not gonna come back to it, yeah. then why say he's still around? You know? I, I that's the kinda of, I just thought this season was kinda of badly written. I think there's you know, there's some stuff that's like eh, I wish they would have done different things, but then there's some stuff where it just seems like bad writing, you know. Um Yeah, and I think like looking at the season retrospectively, I wanna say that Dexter being off his game is not actually intentional. It's just a product yeah. of the way they wrote him and not, not, they're not trying to make him look that way. He just, they, you know, there's kind of unintentionally written. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, even in the, in the finale, when he, when they all go to, to, uh, to the Liddy crime scene and oh, I forgot what Dexter says, but he was like, he makes some comment about, about, uh, oh, what did they say? Somebody makes a comment like about the crime scene I forgot what he says now. I have to hear it again. But he made, they, you know, it, it was some comment about how Dexter left the crime scene, basically. And I'm thinking, yeah, the old Dexter would have never left that body just sitting in a in a bloody van. Oh. <laughs> you know, like he would have never. I, I just don't see, you know, never left it where he couldn't have pointed the killer towards somebody. Like he was lucky Quinn didn't, you know, wore the same shoes right that day. Like if Quinn had oh, worn right. those shoes, worn those shoes again, Maria wouldn't have saw it, and then they wouldn't have had a suspect. They would yeah. have been looking for who killed Liddy, which I guess they still are. Which, by the way, they you know they handled all that stuff off screen. You know, supposedly Dexter like did something with the blood report that said it wasn't, I guess, Liddy's blood on Quinn's shoe, which is weird because then the question is whose blood is it, and and who did Dexter say in the report the blood belonged to? You know, that's all off screen. Which is fine. I don't care. <laughs> well, that was just, Liddy's blood. I mean, we see it drop on there. No, I know, but that's the thing. The, I mean, what is your interpretation? I figure when when they're thanking Dexter for getting Quinn out of the, you know, off the suspect list because of the blood work, then he has to basically say it's not Liddy's blood, right? Yeah. So that's my point. I agree, and you're you're uh, you're running into what my uh, what my big issue is with. Uh, these two episodes, okay, particularly the last issue. one. Yeah, like, uh, it's not specifically the issue of the blood, but it's really um, Dexter and Quinn and what they're doing and why and what, <laughs> and, and what they think. Because, honestly, I got to the end of this, and I had no idea what either one of them thought or what mm-hmm. either one of them knew. I was totally confused about both of them because I feel like they're both kind of in the dark about a lot of stuff. Mm-hmm. And and they only have limited info, and they both do things, and they must have some reason for those things. But uh, in the end, I was left just completely lost, and I don't feel like it should have been that unclear to me. Um, maybe this is just my fault, but um, so I, I mean, I take it that Dexter decided to say that it was not Liddy's blood to clear Quinn. Mm-hmm. Now. That leaves the question, why did he do that? You know, because he wants Deb to be happy. Okay. Sure. Sure. 
that's fine. And there is lines that suggest that that might be the case, mm-hmm. but the, but it's not totally clear. Like he well, he plays it off to to Quinn like just doing my job as though those were the real results. Well, that's what Inez, of course, is kind of weird. Like he Quinn is saying thanks for throwing me a bone, and Dexter's kind of like. Yeah, I didn't really do any. I didn't really help you. Yeah, and he even tells Deb like I don't like him at all. Right. So it's so he. I think he's trying to bolster some sort of case where he's not favoring Quinn. Right. Right. It's like, yeah, he, he's making a case that he doesn't favor Quinn, so he wouldn't have helped him. Which and is now kind Quinn, of a weird thing. Quinn did not see the blood go on his shoe. Right. Maria notices it before Quinn does. Yes. Totally. So. That it's not necessarily the case that that was Liddy's blood, mm-hmm. you know. I mean, well, I know they didn't say what Dexter said, but like Quinn doesn't know for sure that that's what it is. So it mm-hmm. could have be from his point of view that Dexter did just do his job, and it turned out I, not to I be would, Liddy's blood. I would cross that idea off the list because simply because I think Quinn should know where blood came. Like, you know, was he at some other crime scene that that blood could have been at? That he wouldn't have noticed. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, you got to weigh that option. I feel like he, he should he should figure it's Liddy's blood. I agree. He does. Yeah. He does. He does. But yeah. I'm just saying, like, technically, he doesn't. Yeah, he right. doesn't know for sure where that blood came from. Mm-hmm. He didn't see it, and you know, until very late in the game. Yeah. So, but I agree. Here's he the is, other he big thing: know. is Dexter needs to protect Quinn because he does think that Quinn is behind Liddy investigating him, which is true. And he yeah. doesn't know what Quinn knows. I mean, he knows that Quinn has seen those pictures of him and Lumen dumping a body. Yeah. So I think he's, he doesn't want Quinn to get in trouble and have to say, I was doing all this stuff to find Dexter. I found these pictures of him and this girl, you know, he needs to, he needs to get, make sure Quinn doesn't get further in trouble because that just gets him in trouble. Okay. So I think that's one of the main reasons why he helps him. But then he tells Dad, you know, I mean, I, I'm sure he doesn't like Quinn. I think he's right when he says, I don't like him. But, oh, you know, I don't think he he's lying he about that. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I mean, he clearly uh, shows his uh, uh, distaste for Quinn whenever they're interacting. But, uh, mm-hmm. um, uh, okay, okay, okay. So Dexter basically, uh, I, he does have some vague sense that Quinn was not fully invested in um, – in the mm-hmm. surveillance. Um, I do feel like he doesn't know the finer details, but maybe that's enough to realize that, I don't know, Quinn had given up pursuing it and Liddy was kind of a loose cannon. He does tell Dexter why he's doing what he's doing. Mm-hmm. You know, so so he's at least got some idea that, you know, Liddy wanted his job back and, you know, he he this sort of fell into his lap as a way to accomplish that. Yeah. You know. Um, so maybe he sort of gets that. Okay. Now from Quinn's point of view, what does he think happened to Liddy? Does he, does he realize that Dexter killed Liddy? Is that well, why he doesn't know, talk? Question. Why doesn't he I, I say anything? I don't think he realizes that because I think that totally changes the dynamic of the show. If he thinks Dexter is a killer. Um, uh, I, I have to, I, I think he, I think Quinn doesn't know what happened. <laughs> Liddy and I think. Well, here's the question. I forget. Does Liddy tell? I guess Liddy tells Quinn on the phone. I have Dexter. See, okay, yes, that's what I thought. But actually, he never specifies what the bust is. 
That's what I'm thinking. That's what I, that's what I was figuring is happening because I'm thinking if he tells them Dexter's here, then that means Dexter's the killer. Yeah. But if he doesn't say Dexter's here, then Quinn is not sure who killed him. Yeah, like in the conversation in the parking lot, he does say he does bring up Dexter, but mm-hmm. then he talks about I need you know I need you to do this bust, and he doesn't mm-hmm. say that the bust is Dexter. He never says that. I paid yeah. very close attention to see if there was any indication from Quinn that Dexter actually was involved in whatever. And so, and when he calls him on the phone when he's in the van with Dexter, he he just says, "I got the bus ready for you" yeah. or something. Like, yeah, yeah, you better get out here. Or I'm gonna call some other cop. You know, mm-hmm. you you have to do this. But he never mentions Dexter. But, but what's weird is we we of course know it's Dexter, and it yeah. seems like Quinn should be assuming it's Dexter. He should be. Yeah, yeah. I guess maybe he's not. Right. Or he doesn't know or something. Yeah, but then he refuses to talk. He never says. He never says what he thinks happened. There's that one little scene on the uh, on the boat. Where mm-hmm. where he uh, where he just kind of blindly asked Dexter, "Hey, you got any theories about yeah. what happened to Liddy? Why would he say that?" Dexter's like, "I haven't seen the crime scene yet. I mean, if Quinn doesn't think well, he has yeah, anything, he's definitely he's definitely plotting Dexter. I don't think he necessarily think Dexter did it, but he's trying to he's trying to see. He's you know, and then he gets a weird response back, like." Something came back to bite him, so it's kind of like yeah. he's wondering if Dexter has something to do with it, and Dexter kind of gives him a ambiguous answer, like, "Well, maybe." Right, right. So I like it's not clear to me if he actually suspects Dexter or not. Mm-hmm. You know, even if he doesn't know that he did it, does he even is does he even consider that a possibility, or or does he think it's just some other unconnected thing that you know has nothing to do with Dexter? I think he's happy to be through with Liddy, and I think he's happy to be done with everything, and I think he's happy to have Deb back, and I feel like that's as far as it goes. Okay. I think if you have to answer those questions, I feel like, to me, Quinn thinks, Quinn probably thinks it's, it's he was thinking, if he was, you know, he was considering if, if Dexter was involved or not. I think Dexter helping him out sort of makes him feel like it's not Dexter. You know, because I think if, if they were ending this season with Quinn thinking Dexter is a killer, thinking Dexter killed Liddy, um, I think they would have made that more clear. I that's, I that's, would think so. You know, and since he since since Dexter since uh, Quinn, you know Quinn being Quinn be investigating Dexter is a impediment to his relationship with Deb. I feel like he wants to get rid of that. Yeah. So I think. Um, yeah, I think he was wondering if Dexter did it, and I think he's not sure who killed him, but I think he's he's done with it. He's just like, it's over. I'm kind of happy it's over, you know. And what's interesting is, from Dexter's perspective, is I think you could argue that it might have been uh, it might have been good for him to let Quinn take the fall for Liddy's murder because you mean someone has to, and then that'll get Quinn out of the picture. And yeah. even if Quinn says oh, I was investigating Dexter, I just realized he doesn't necessarily have any evidence. Right. And it's just like, oh, you're just mad at the person who did your blood work, who put you mm-hmm. at the scene of the crime, you know, or something. like. So I'm thinking, like, you know, if, if they wanted to, they could have went that way. But I didn't really think, you know, I, I figured Quinn would still be around next season. So they just, they, you know, they, they want him to be around. Deb needs a partner <laughs> in, in both senses of the word. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Um, okay. So, uh, but when, uh, so when Quinn refuses to say anything, is that just simply to protect himself legally? Like, well, legally, and he doesn't or, want to tell Deb. Okay. I was doing all this stuff for Dexter. Okay. Right? Okay. Okay. That's, that's what I was asking. Like, I kind of felt like he was not saying anything part to her, at least, you know, once she turns the cameras off and stuff, you know, just because he didn't want to say that it was about Dexter. Yeah, totally. Oh, and that he might even suspect that Dexter killed Liddy. You know, he's mm-hmm. not going to want to tell her that. Mm-hmm. You know, it, if he thinks it. But I, yeah. but I never got clear whether he thought it or not. And okay, and then one more thing. There's a line when they're uh, when they're in the van doing the investigation. Quinn's off to the side with Maria, so he doesn't hear any of this. But Angel throws out, "Hey, you know, if we find who he was spying on." then that's probably the killer because they realized that the uh, mm-hmm. surveillance equipment has been taken, you know? And so mm-hmm. if Quinn heard that, I mean, he could instantly, he instantly knows who, who he was spying on, you know? And, and that would be, a, you know, that might put it in his well, brain if I, I it isn't there already. Means, but how does he know? Well, I don't know. Wait, say, say what you're saying again. You're saying if Quinn knows who Liddy was spying on, he does, of course. He, I mean, he's the one who got Lady to spy. Well, it's just, but I mean, it's the same category as this other bust, right? Like, it doesn't mean that Dexter's the only person he was spying on or investigating, right? Yeah. Okay. That's. True. I think it's. I think that's where that would land because I think Quinn would, could, you know, he, he's a much of a detective to figure what Angel set out for himself too. Yeah. Like. You know, whoever, you know, Liddy was, whoever, obviously Liddy was involved with somebody who killed him. And whoever killed him, Liddy was doing something with. Yeah. Um, but, uh. But he does, he is aware that among the people Liddy was spying on was Dexter. Yeah. You know, so. Mm-hmm. I, it just seemed like they were pointing in that direction. And then at the end of the scene, Angel has this line where he's like, am I the only one who cares about this murder? I think he is. And I'm like, yes, Angel, I believe you are. (laughs) Yep, yep, you really, really are. I don't think the show cares about it. I don't think the characters Uh -uh. care about it. It's uh, it's it's kind of just bookkeeping because they have to, uh, they just have to get rid of this plot line. Yeah, you know, but it's it's frustrating to be at that point. Like, I want that to matter more, but. It strangely doesn't, and then and then they left me with these ambiguities about what the characters think and why they're doing what they're doing, and I, it's it's strange to me for it to be so unclear on a show that like especially this season has been written in a very straightforward way, where it's mm-hmm. usually very clear what characters' motivations are and why they you know they they're pretty explicit about that most of the time, but strangely with that Quinn plot, I was just I was just left at the end like I have no idea what's going on, and mm-hmm. it shouldn't be that way. I know it shouldn't be that way. So okay, so your point of view is basically that um, uh, Quinn slightly thinks Dexter may be involved, but doesn't know for sure. Mm-hmm. He just clams up for various reasons. Dexter gets Quinn off the hook uh, for for his own sake and and for Deb, and and that's it. Yeah, pretty much. Okay, okay, I'll take it. That's, that's sort of a combination of uh, of two different theories that I uh, that I had. I guess. Uh, uh, the fir- the first theory was more like neither one of them had a clue what was going on, and uh, and then the uh, the second theory was that they both you know they both knew exactly what was going on, you know mm-hmm. Quinn knows that Dexter killed Liddy, 
and and Dexter knows that Quinn knows that he killed Liddy, and so he gets him off as a favor to, you know, get him to stop, get get off his back, basically. Mm-hmm. You know, he says he owes him one, and it, it's, you know, it's put him back in Quinn's good graces, and he probably won't be messing with him for the time being, so... So that so that that was the other theory I had. You're just sort of like you know a, a middle version, where they both well, kind of know I, yeah. stuff. But isn't that the whole this whole season's a middle version? <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of muddled and you know some of this, some of that. Um, yeah, I mean, I feel like that's like I said. I think to me the big thing is is how are they ending the season, and I think it's it's fairly clear they're not ending it with Quinn with Dexter being on Quinn's, you know, much watch list. Like, he's the number one guy that he's going to go after next. Like, I think it's it's over. Like, that whole, you know, because of – mainly because of the Deb storyline, because of his interest in Deb, that he's going to – he, you know, he already wanted to drop it. Yeah. You know, when he when when he got him uh, – you know, he got fired – you know, he got suspended, and then he, you yeah. know, sort of had incentive to keep going because he, <clears> you know – so he hired Liddy, and then it went too far. He wanted to drop it. And so then, you know, now Liddy's dead. He really just wants this dropped. And I think I think he feels like, I, 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 and this is just my opinion, of course, uh, but I feel like he he's thinking if Dexter's a bad guy, he's probably not that bad. Like he doesn't necessarily know what Dexter's doing, mm-hmm. which is why he was trying to find out. But I think he's, you know, he had some sense of duty as a cop to figure out what this guy might be up to, and I feel like it's what I feel like at this point he thinks whatever he's up to, it's not it's not bad enough for him to risk his interest in Deb. Okay. You know, and yeah. so I think he's going to kind of lay off of him for a while until something you know until he has some reason to think you know because he. The, the you know the big thing was he was trying to find out who you know who killed Rita. He was thinking Dexter might have something to do with that, mm-hmm. you know, and then sort of connected to the Trinity case. And he he seems to I, I I think he's thinking he was wrong about the Kyle Butler thing. Maybe he thinks that now. I can't really tell. <laughs> right. You know. Yeah. Uh, so I, yeah, I think he just wants it all. So I feel like they're they're not you know they didn't end the season with you know Quinn and Deb kind of laughing in slow motion and then Quinn throws a suspicious look at Dexter, you know like no. the ending being, note for them was I owe you one. Yeah, exactly. So I think he's um, I think he's he's kind of like done with trying to get you know think Dexter's a bad guy. Okay. At this point. Okay. Uh, and I, and yeah, I feel like yeah, even if he thinks he killed Liddy, it's he probably thinks Liddy deserved it. Right. Like, that's what, that's what, what I was do? getting at. Like, what, is he going to be okay he with do, Dex? He's like, what did he do, Dex? Did he drop some coffee on your floor? <laughs> yeah. I I I've been there, brother. I've been there. <laughs> Dropping hot coffee when you don't have any shoes on? Yeah. Uh huh. Uh huh. I would have killed him too. <laughs> So yeah, so I yeah. yeah, I mean I agree it is ambiguous who who what each person thinks exactly, but I feel like in general um Quinn isn't sure who killed Liddy, but he's sure happy <clears throat> it's over with. Mm-hmm. And and Dexter knows that Quinn was involved, but I think has some vague sense that Quinn wasn't trying to uh uh you know that Quinn doesn't have some undying vendetta against him that he you know, wasn't as uh, far along as, as Liddy was. 
yeah. to, to whatever degree. So, um, yeah, and that's that's about it. Okay, okay. Well, I'll accept your answer. I I think it it makes sense. I just it just seemed like a point that. It, it doesn't make sense for it for them to write it in such a way that it seems so ambiguous. Like mm-hmm. I feel like it's kind of ambiguous just because it's underdeveloped. Yeah, like, it's so underdeveloped. They wrap it up really fast, and it's. I mean, it's like I said, the whole. You know, uh, how many? Well, I don't know if that's a fair question, but you know, the whole uh, um, blood splat spatter. Uh, Analysis, you know, or not, you know, doing doing the blood off the of Quinn shoe was all, like I said, all off screen. Yeah. So we don't even know what Dexter did, or if he w- was going, you know, if he was going to say it, it is Liddy's blood and change his mind, or you know. Right. So I think that that, that does show that there's some sloppiness there. That you know, because you know, I think most times he, if, if Dexter's gonna analyze something and change the results, we kind of see that at some point. Right, and there's no voiceover about what he's going to do. Yeah. Like, they show him starting to, like, scrape the blood off, but that's mm-hmm. all we see. And there's, to me, there was no sense in that scene, oh, I'm, you know, I know what this is, and I'm going to have to fake the results, you know. Yeah. Like, usually he would comment about if he's going to transgress like that. So mm-hmm. it's just odd yes, that they leave say, it. He would say, well, you know, no, no use in doing the analysis. I know what the results are going to be. Yes, yes. You know, that's the line that should be there. Exactly. Yeah. He's like, and then, and then he, then he would say something like, "So, Quinn, what's it going to be? Am I going to, you know, help you out here, or am, am I going to send you yes. up river? You know, it would be some, some question about what is he going to do, and then they cut to another scene, and then they come back with him having, you know. Then we know what the results are, and they, you know, the aftermath of all that. Yeah, yes. I, mean, I think this season had some fairly clear examples of, you know, not good Dexter writing. Yeah, you know, I'm very and let me since since I'm you know I don't I don't want to lambast the show, but it's just it's just very frustrating. <laughs> I am so sick of Dexter showing up at the last minute to his own, you know, family's birthday parties and celebrations, and I know Lumen just left him, but damn it. I just, I just wish he would would be sort of more. I think he, I just wish he would fake it better. You know, would try more. You know, like you, it just, it's just weird when every time, you know, if they're gonna have Harrison around and if they're gonna have all this stuff with him trying to be a dad, I think he needs to actually try. You know, I think he needs to actually, you know, not just let the babysitter do everything. You know, and just I, to me, it just it's just like, well, why even have it on the show if you're going to half-ass it? You know, why are you so concerned about whether or not you're going to be a good dad if you're never trying to be a good dad? You're never he's never trying. He took you know he took um he took Harrison to the played thing that you know the beginning of the season, um, and that's like it. You know, it's just weird to me like how they have certain parts of the show where he's not sort of progressing in these areas that they want to focus on, you know? And it's just like, well, you know, if he's not going to be good at this or try to be good at this, then why, you know, why are we dealing with it? You know, and he, he's not even worried, you know? Yeah. He's just turning out to be a really crappy dad. And it seems like that should be the one thing he doesn't want to be. That's what he you says. Know? <laughs> yeah. You know, and, you know, I'll give him credit for saying he, you know, telling Astrid that he loves her. And, you know, mm-hmm. I'll give him credit for some stuff that happened. But 
Um, but it's just kind of how they stage, like the birthday party scene. Like, you know, he comes in. He's like the last one there. And he doesn't play with Harrison the entire thing. Only when people are gathered to, to the birthday cake does he even hold his own kid. And I know this is just the show and how they're filming it and all that stuff. And but it, to me, it's just it's just weird. It's just like he's not even pretending to. Be, he used to try to be normal, you know, try to pretend like he was, you know, had these emotions and stuff like that. But I feel like he's not even cultivating them. You know, I feel like you know. This might be an extreme example, but I feel like if, if Harrison died, how bad would he feel? You know? I mean, Rita left, and how bad did he feel about that? You know? And if he is really that bereft of emotions for the people in his life who he claims to, you know, sort of ostensibly have the most emotions for, and nothing happens, you know, when they're out of his life, you know, I just it's it's not it's not captivating to me anymore. It's not compelling. You know, it's like you know, Rita was killed at the end of season four, and all. What does she get for it? <laughs> you know, Dexter off his rocker for a couple episodes, and then he finds someone else to replace her. You know, with like you know, sort of no more thought about her or what she really meant to him. And to me, that just shows a lack of character development. You know. Uh, and and at the, they had another opportunity, a great bookend moment when Astor comes back and says, "Hey, did did Lumen did helping Lumen help you get over you know Rita?" And it's just like silence. You know, give us something so we so we know that you know Rita's death was was honored or something in a way where it's like it did mean something to him, whether or not he has the emotional language to put it into words or to feel it like it did something did happen there, which I think gives you hope for the future because now it's just like if, if, if women did stay and they were together, you know, and then she died, what, he's going to find somebody else. Like it just seems like if they're not going to make these emotional connections matter to him for real or to really show him, try to make these things work, then he's not even, yeah, there's no hope for him. And I, I could stop watching the show, you know, He's never gonna. He's never gonna get the emotions he needs to to work out. And now I'm just watching the show to see if he's ever gonna get caught. You know, and that that's one compelling aspect of the show. But I feel like it needs that other. It needs more than one. You know, one thing to be interested in. You know, the kill of the week stuff is is boring. You know, and um, they didn't really do kills of the week this season. Yeah, yeah, they didn't do that that many of them. But I feel like they're gonna get back to it. You know they're gonna. That's gonna continue to be a staple of the show. Oh yeah, yeah. And they'll hopefully they, you know, anyway. hopefully they'll make they'll make them interesting. But <laughs> just as a as a feature of the show, it's not that interesting anymore. You know, and I feel like if the show is not about him trying to basically you know quote become human or whole, um, then I don't know what the show is about. I yeah I I think I think it is I I want to say that. Um, uh, when when Astra asks him if it helps him get over Rita, and he doesn't answer. I mean, he does at least like show emotion, um, uh, even though he doesn't he sighs say anything. And closes his eyes. Yeah. So there you go. Um, uh, and so I think I think he's uh, I don't know he he doesn't want to answer that. He didn't really answer um, when she asked about it originally either. Um, 
so I don't I I like I I guess I'm okay with him not answering. I I think the idea is supposed to be that um you know that's that's sort of true. And I think the thing that um one thing that I felt like they were trying to say Lumen could teach him is that uh maybe he could actually uh get rid of his dark passenger at some point. You know, in the way that uh she was able to. But see, I think that's what they're not saying. But see, to me, I thought they were making it clear that he's – well, I, okay, I, I feel like they brought that topic up. Like, okay, does that mean he can get rid of his dark passenger? But here's the thing. He's never, he never seems to try to get rid of it. You know, like it seems like, okay, what does that mean? Like she has a clear way to get rid of her dark passengers to, get, to kill the man responsible. His dark passenger came about because of what happened to his, to his mom. And the situation, you know, how he, you know, the boy and blood thing. And so it's like maybe he, maybe that is his long-term goal is to realize that that's that crucial event and how to patch that up and then his dark patch would go away. But I feel like in the short term, they're, they're basically saying, no, he's got this, this for real dark passenger, you know, that will never go away. As opposed to her, who her thing was temporary, you know. Because it's not like what happened to her made her a serial killer and getting rid of these guys doesn't get rid of that, that, that pain that she feels. You know, it's like it did get rid of it. She's fine now. Right, but I feel like Dexter is coming from a similar place. I mean, he's supposed to have, you know, gotten this dark passenger because of a traumatic experience, which is... Yeah, but, but the people responsible are gone. And so it's not, it's not the same situation. I mean, like, that's what I'm saying. Like, I, I agree that they're bringing up the idea that he could get rid of it. And, and maybe, like, a, you know, maybe the key is figuring out how to get rid of it, of course. Yeah, but I don't think they're the leaving us with, like, he's he's really close to getting rid of it or anything. Well, but yeah, I, but I'm just saying his situation is different because it's not a ser- uh, some people he can go find. Yeah. You know, it, this was a, it was based on a situation that happened, and it made its mark, you know, and he has spent his life. I mean, she didn't lose emotions, <laughs> you know. She didn't, she didn't get to the level that he got to. He has other issues besides having a dark passenger, you know what I mean, the dark passenger doesn't make him emotionless, you know. Uh, that's part of his, his, you know, patchwork of trauma that he that he has. So, I, I, you know, it's not the same situation, but I do think, yeah, they are asking that question, which I think they haven't asked before, which is interesting. Because Harry's whole thing was, of course, you'll always be a monster. I'm going to teach you how to live, you know, live the best way possible within the confines yeah. that I think you have. And now they get, they're getting to a point of saying, well, maybe Dexter can be more than that. And I feel like, okay, I will give them credit for, for trying to bring, you know, character development and stuff like that. But I feel like there's four or five areas this season where they could have made that more clear and stronger, uh, and, and they just dropped the ball. Like, why not have him say yes or no or maybe or I don't know when Aster asked him that question the second time, why ask twice and never give an answer? You know, why is a sigh good enough? You know, this is season five. Your wife died. You didn't really, you didn't react like a, a, a sort of, you know, a traditional reaction would be. Um, at the end of all this, how do you feel? You know, I don't know if it's too much to ask for more than a sigh, you know, when it could be like, he says, yes, this did help. Or, you know, or he alludes to, like what you're saying, he alludes to this idea that, 
that um, he could get over his dark past. Like he says something after about it helping, but we, you know, he says something that we know is some allusion to this new idea that's introduced to him. Like she, she, she gave me a light. I did, you know, a, a, something about light and direction, you know, uh, you know, he could say something like that where it's okay. This Lumen thing wasn't just about Rita. It gave him something he couldn't have expected, you know, which is, which I think would be cool if that's what they want to say. I mean, I think that's what Dexter kind of says in his voiceover at the end. Does he? What What does his voiceover say? Yeah, I, I mean, exactly. I can't quote it, but it's it's the like the very last lines. I mean, I guess I could look it up, but like he's he's talking about what you know what Lumen taught him, and mm-hmm. uh, I, I think the main point is that uh, uh, well, I can't quote it, so I'll have to look it up. Let's go to the tape. Well, the fact is, she gave me mine back too. And I'm left not with what she took from me, but with what she brought. Eyes that saw me, fuck who I really am. And this certainty that nothing, nothing is set in stone. Not even darkness. While she was here, she made me think for the briefest moment that I might even have a chance to be human. Make a Of course, are for children. Yeah, see, so he's saying they're saying no. Right. So he he says he says Lumen made me think that maybe I could get rid of my dark passenger. Yeah. But, but that's but just that's just a wish. Yeah. So, yeah. so they're not saying that. That's my that's the whole thing. Is they're saying the whole Lumen thing was almost not even worth it. He's he's ending the season thinking he can't be the light that he saw through her. So that's just yeah. weird to me, you know. Wishes are for kids. You know, uh, it should have been, you know, sometimes wishes are for adults, and I'm going to wish that she's. I'm wrong about what I just gleaned from my experiences with Lumen, you know. I don't know. It's So I think you see my point now how they're not making that point, that, that idea clear. And that's probably one of the, you know, they, that's something they haven't brought up before, this idea he'd get rid of his dark passenger. You know, he's always just, it's been about dealing with it and coping with it. But but having a, you know, if the whole main idea this season was, you know, uh, Dexter realizing he, he, he could, that he, that he needs to figure out a way to get rid of his dark passenger, not just keep killing and not getting caught, That'd be cool direction to go into for next season, but they didn't drive that point home. Right. I I I I'm not denying that his final conclusion is that he can't. But what I'm saying is his summary of what Lumen did for him is specifically make him think that maybe he could get rid of his star pastor. So I so I feel like that is well, they did I mean, say he, it. It's there. He, like he didn't say lie. get rid of his dark passenger. He said he said like be human. Yeah. I mean I think that's that's sort of the same thing. It's sort of the same thing, but I think there's a there's a fine line there. There's a difference because, like I said, there's one thing about him being a killer, and there's one thing about him having emotions and stuff. And I think those are those are separate but related things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I agree, but but the, but I think they're connected. I mean, I think the fact that he doesn't have emotions, you know, enables him to be able to be a killer. Yeah. 
And I just don't, I don't see how, how do you make a point and then say that that's wrong? Like, so it's like they're saying that's what Lumen did for him, but it's like saying he's not going to look at that as valuable because wishes are for kids. Yeah, he he does not believe that he can actually do it. He thinks he's kind of stuck in this. So, so what's the point? Forever. If it's not going to make him think he can be like her, then what's the point? It just gives him a taste of heaven that he can never reach. Yeah, yeah. So it's supposed to be kind of tragic. Mm-hmm. His sort of uh, alienation and never, you know, knowing that he'll never actually achieve that. I mean, that's that's what he thinks. I I yeah. think that there's a chance that the show will still go in that direction, even though at this point he doesn't believe that that's plausible. Because mm-hmm. it, it at yeah. least seems like to me, it at least seems to me like a reasonable like redemption arc. Here's right the now. thing: every season is about Dexter asking him question, himself questions. Can I be this kind of person and, and have a dark passenger? Can I be that kind of person? Can I have this kind of relationship? Usually the answer is no. Every season, people die, things fall apart, he doesn't do something right, somebody else does something. The answer usually ends up being no. I'm just getting tired of him asking the same questions where life is telling him no. And I feel like he's not learning how to ask new questions. Yeah, no, I agree. Those are the, I mean, yeah, because of the setup for the character, uh, those are the only questions he ever really focuses on. Because he he should be, it should be something like, at some point the show should change from him saying, can I, you know, can I be human and have my dark passenger and, and have close personal relationships to how do I get rid of my dark passenger? You know, if he's, if he was asking that question at this point, I would feel like there's some character growth there where he's like, oh, okay, Lumen showed me that if you can get over your, you know, what traumatized you, then, you you know, maybe, I, maybe there's hope for me yet, you know, but yeah. it's just... Ending on back at square one after five seasons just kind of is lame. Well, I agree. I agree. I expected it, so in a way I wasn't let down by it. But, yeah, yeah. I mean, unfortunately every season kind of ends that way, and mm-hmm. Dexter is stuck in this eternal loop of connecting to someone and then having you know having that come to some kind of end and then being left again with the same uh, situation he was in at the beginning of the season. Yeah, and, and the way Lumen left was so crappy, just like, no, i got to go today. It's the end of the season. I mean, you know, <laughs> it's, I, I cannot even pretend to be around after the hiatus. No way. I want no. a name for the scene where one character comes in and they're just really excited and enthusiastic, and the other characters obviously, like, got something on their mind that they want to tell them that they know they're not going to like, and they kind of just sit mm. there and let them go on in their enthusiasm for a while before they tell him like that's that's a scene that happens a lot i don't know what to call it but it should be it, be, it should be something like uh it should be called the uh the calm before the storm or the you know because they're going to rain on their parade in a second they're just biding their time yeah so it should have some name like because yeah they're just they, they're totally going to ruin their day and they're just they're letting them do exude their happy energy until i've got news yeah you know yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's it's 
that that's just I don't know. That's a staple. And so as soon as he comes in, he's all happy. And Lumen's like kind of pensive, mm-hmm. sitting there. It's like, all right, she's leaving. Yeah, <laughs> obviously she's totally leaving. Totally <laughs> leaving. She's got to go right now. There's like ten minutes left in this episode. And so. see, again, I just I think it's just really it's really you know there's no finesse with this with the idea of their relationship and how okay. So does that mean she really didn't have feelings for Dexter and this was just feelings, you know, it was her dark passenger? It was just kind of brought making, about by the circumstances. Yeah. I think that's no, sort of true. No acknowledgement of that, though. No, like, I'm sorry we went as far as we did and it, you know, like it, you know, I don't want you to think I used you or something. You know, it's like no acknowledgement of kind of what happened. It's just like, oh, let's just wrap this up and go. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. I agree. I I think the Dexter Lumen relationship just never never quite uh never quite worked in really any almost any of the stages of its development. Mm-hmm. They I, it's like they pushed it too much. Initially it was weird, and then it was weird in the middle, and then it got weird again, and and then at the end it was still weird. Like the the whole thing was just like imagine if. Everything's the same except they don't sleep together in the episode before, you know, I guess episode ten or something. Yeah. And and you know, like they're gonna they're going to, but Lumen says something like, you know, I can't I can't be intimate or romantic when the killers are still out there. The you know, the my tormentors are still out there. So this idea that they can be a couple once all this is said and done. And then, you know, flash forward to the finale Jordan Chase and everyone is dead, then she realizes, oh, wait, you know, I can't, you know, I got to leave, you know. And I feel like that that would, to me, that would have worked better because she's leaving anyway. You know, I don't know what them, you know, the sort of, you know, being couple thing, you know, and it still lets them confront the idea that her, you know, you know, her feelings were predicated on the, the revenge, Um. You know, but she can realize that very easily when, you know, Jordan and those guys are dead, and she's like, "Yeah, I gotta go," because I just feel like for her to leave like that means that she had like her feelings for Dexter evaporated, like totally evaporated. Like there was nothing real there. Like she was happy and thankful he helped her, but that's it. At, at, by the end, yes, you know, that's just that's. You know, it's crappy writing to me. Yeah. Or or just a very, you know, bad character. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I, I'd have to say season five is my least favorite season. I mean, it definitely wasn't, you know, garbage. <laughs> it was, it had, you know, I, I give it a C plus, B minus or something. But uh, overall, but I... I I definitely think pretty much every other season was was better. Even season two. I yeah, I think I agree. Although there was something somewhat less tedious about this season than they've had in earlier seasons. It 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 had it had a little more. I think this season was more focused on Dexter, um, which kind of which kind of helped maintain um, my interest. It, it probably is. It, eh, it probably is the worst season. 
I don't know. Season three is the closest. Mm-hmm. Season three had new stuff, though. That's my thing about season five is any of the good stuff is pretty much a retread, you know. I mean, some of the good stuff is new. You know, the Lumen stuff, that relationship's different. But yeah, a lot of the good stuff was, was either they did it in other seasons or, you know, something like that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. No, I I I see what you mean. It it um there there were a lot of individual things that I liked, I have to say. Uh and and there is something like, you know, as much as it just endlessly repeats itself, I do find the basic premise compelling and so it's hard for me to give up on it um because I continue to want Dexter to get somewhere you know, whether he ever does or not. Mm-hmm. And so um, uh, I I guess I, I do kind of hope that they uh, can take a step back from this season and realize that, uh, you know, they can't do this forever. I don't know, though. I mean, maybe the show's just being strung along and uh, they're just going to keep uh, uh, keep making up stuff for him to do and uh, and not really end the story. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Hopefully it doesn't just degenerate, get so badly written that it gets low ratings and then it gets canceled in in a, you know, um, in in the middle of, you know, another tedious season. Yeah, um, it doesn't seem like they necessarily have the end date in mind the way they're writing. They're just kind of continuing yeah. the story. Yeah, they're in like lost season two or season three mode where they're just kind of, they're just kind of throwing shit out there, and you know, just to just to have something to show. I mean, I, like I sort of appreciated it, but I I, I I I have seen that this season is actually the highest rated season of all of them, mm-hmm. um, which I find pretty surprising. Um, I think Dexter is just catching on for some weird reason, but I, I do think the earlier stuff was stronger. Yeah. Um, they they had a. Yeah, it, it was a it was a gravity to the whole thing that that was sort of missing. Um, the Dexter voiceovers used to be so good. Yes, I remember there used to be lines he would say that I would listen to again. I'm just like, this is this is such great voiceover, and that was like none none of that this season. I don't. It was so boring and just regular. It's just no player. His his voiceover is has definitely been weak. Like mm-hmm. like I got stuck on like you know, um, like like when when uh, when Dev's talking to Dexter and um, uh, and she's talk she's talking about her vigilante theory and she says you know uh, serious shit and then his voiceover says is that what we have serious shit mm-hmm. like. Is that really necessary to put in voiceover? <laughs> like it's just... Yes, because he's going to say it later, so you need it the first time, right? I know, but, like, is that good? I mean, I don't know. Mm-hmm. To me, like, that just that felt like such a lame thing to include as a, uh, as a motif, as something to repeat. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, like, uh, yeah, it's serious. I, I don't know. It's... <laughs> Like usually he has an interesting perspective on what he's encountering and that's what makes the voiceover interesting. Yes, exactly. Um and in that case he's kind of just like repeating what she said. Mhm. And 
And I guess I I just uh, I don't know. I, I when I watched that, I was like, I I don't understand why that's why it's important. Besides the fact that he's saying it later to put mm-hmm. that in voiceover, and and there's a lot more examples like that. In general, like the voiceover um, is a part of the style of the show, and they're never going to get rid of it. But it does feel like they didn't have they didn't have a lot of good ideas for it this season. Yeah, exactly. That's one of the things I noticed. Yeah, yeah. Because um, I think that 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 adds to the tone and the gravity. I think that's part of what's missing is is Dexter's perspective on what's going on and and his interesting take. And you know, part, you know, part of this this the problem with this season, of course, is I mean, they did focus on Dexter a lot, but you know, that means that any other other storylines aren't that interesting because Dexter doesn't care about them. Yes. You know, so it's just like, well, who cares about the that case? No, Dexter doesn't. <laughs> Yes, yes. I think I think you can easily cut the Santa Muerte case from this season. Yeah. Find another reason to get Dab in the file room, and mm-hmm. you really don't lose anything. No. Because that was just unnecessary distraction. Can, okay, so what do you think about Jordan Chase's death? I mean, this whole season, you know, the big bad guy, and, I mean, and that's how he dies. And then, you know, I mean, the dead part of his death was cool. But just how how it all ended up, I thought was pretty lame. Like Dexter's driving like a bat out of hell as Harry is telling him to be careful and look out for a trap, and he runs into a trap. And I'm just like, I'm I'm, I'm laughing. I'm literally laughing out loud. Uh, LOL. You've probably heard of it. And um, <laughs> well known internet slang. LOL. Yeah. <laughs> yes. I did one of those. And. Um, and uh, and I just I'm just like what what's, what's going on here? Like Dexter, you're so far off your game that you ran into a bulldozer. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Don Quixote would have would have run around that one, you know? Come Ouch. on, like this is insane. And um, and he gets captured. I know that is just a bulldozer. You can't fool me. You can't fool me. Um, yeah, yeah, I know. I see what you mean. Uh, it's so, it's so, it's so, it's, it's literally laughable. I will make a slightly different point about that, which is that uh, not slightly, very different. Which is that uh, it it also convinced me that Harry is in in his head. Actually, there's two scenes to convince me Harry's in his head. Mm-hmm. The first one is the first one in the second episode. Sorry, the finale episode uh, where uh, where Harry's talking to him and then. Uh, uh, you know, Aster and, and the nanny and all the, you know, mm-hmm. they show up um, uh, because Harry's like right in front of the door when he answers the door and then he opens the door and Harry's gone, mm-hmm. you know, so that, that, that definitely made it look like, you know, he's not, he's not like really there. Cause like yeah. there's, there, there's sort of no reason that he couldn't, because they do show Harry in the crowd at the party at the end. Yeah. You know, there's no reason he can't be there when other people are around. Mm-hmm. You know, but but Dexter is sort of blindsided by people at his door, so he's not thinking about Harry anymore. Mm-hmm. So he's so he disappears. You know, and the, the other thing was in the car, um, it, it really mirrored to me something that happened early in season four, where he's talking to Harry in the car, and he gets in a giant car wreck where he flips yeah. the car over. It's kind yeah, of I mean, thing. it's basically Dexter telling himself to be careful and look out for traps, but he's, it, what's weird is 
he's so busy looking, thinking that he needs to be careful that he's not careful. Right. And and part of it is just, you know, how they do the scene with him, obviously. Because realistically, if, you know, Dexter shouldn't be looking over to the passenger seat as he's talking to Harry. Yes. Unless he's really thinking he's, he's seeing him. I, you know, I feel like that stuff doesn't really play out how we're seeing it. Yeah. You know, we're seeing it in this weird Dexter version where we can see what he sees and so he's yeah. looking at Harry. But I feel like he really shouldn't be just looking at, you know, an empty seat while he's talking. Mm-hmm. Um, I agree. My interpretation is sort of, I mean, in season four it was more just that he was tired and, you know, falling asleep. So, uh, yeah. and, and also talking to Harry. But in this one it seemed more like he's in his head so much worrying about stuff that he's not actually watching the road. Yeah. You know, and so that, that also convinced me that, you know, because if it's really Harry, it's almost like he caused him to get in a wreck, mm-hmm. you know, and that, like, I, I don't think he would want to do that. So it, it definitely comes across more like it's Dexter just being distracted by, yeah. like, thinking this over in this elaborate way. Yeah. But I agree, it does make him look... I mean, of course it worked out in the end, so it didn't really matter, but... It just it, makes him look like he's off his game. And my thing is, he Dexter doesn't seem to realize he's, how bad he's off his game. I mean, how many times was was the gig, on, the gig almost stopped this season? You know, and then it's like... Yeah. At the very... at the You know, when they're in overtime and he's going to go rescue the damsel in distress, and he, you know, it's just it's insane. Yeah. You know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's no comments about that, so that's why I said like I, I just don't even feel like that's intentional. I feel like he's yeah. He's coming across that way just because of poor writing decisions and not not because that's actually a part of the story. Mhm. And it's like his whole family comes into town and you never you, you know, you see him at the beginning, you see him at the end. It's just like another thing of him just being, you know, they're saying it was like Hey, Cody and Astor want to ask you something. Oh, can you wait? I don't have time for questions. <laughs> Who are you, the president? <laughs> Your kids came all this way. They have like one single question for you. You don't have to. I don't know. I don't. It's weird how they write him. I, I and I know obviously Lumen's taken and all this stuff, and he's preoccupied. He's got work, and but again, I just feel like he doesn't even pretend to try. You know, and I think that's part of, you know, that's why I like the show Dexter is because it's, you know, ostensibly about a serial killer who is trying to, you know, spin the plates, the facade that he's that he's normal, you know, and if he stops spinning the plates, what am I watching? I'm watching plates fall down. You know, I'm watching Aster see through him and see that he has no emotions about Rita. Okay, well, how does he fix that? Well, he tells her he loves her and he helps her out when she needs help. Okay, that's cool. You know, but it's just like he needs to keep spinning plates. You know, he needs to, like, I want to see him. If he's going to, you know, the whole, remember when he first was involved with the kids and it was the whole thing of, of how do I do this and do that and back and forth. And now it's just kind of like, yeah, we don't really care about that let's just get the kids out of the picture and, and that's about it, you know. So they're coming to visit for the summer. I guess that's <laughs> d- during the whole hiatus. Yeah, I feel like that's they, code for between this season and next season. Yeah, so when next season starts, they'll probably be leaving again. Yeah, bye, Dexter. Great yeah. summer. <laughs> the best summer ever. Yeah, right. 
You yeah. really showed us how emotional you are. Thanks. <laughs> now that they're gone, I don't have to show emotions. <laughs> exactly. Emotions are for kids. <laughs> Oh, wishes are for children. Oh, my God. I can't believe that's how they ended the season. And and he didn't let... He didn't even... He didn't even let... He didn't, why am I so upset about this? He didn't even let Harrison blow out the candle. No, I think it looked better if he did it. But But at least pretend to let him try. You know, I just... It seems like, you know, he, he it would have been fine for for Harrison to fake blow out the candle and Dexter do it too. And we're still focusing on Dexter's emotions, you know, as Harrison is busy being happy. Instead of us just watching Harrison do nothing. And Maybe that kid actor just was not able to blow out a candle. Yeah, right. That baby can tie his shoes at this point. <laughs> that That baby's weird looking. I can't get over it. Every time I he, see him, I think that's a weird-looking kid. He, uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't mind that ending. It is kind of cheesy, but I, it it sort of worked for me. I, I guess, um, you know, to me, it is a retread, but it's tapping into this basic thing about the show that I do like. So it's kind of like, I don't know, it's kind of like a band who makes like 20 songs that sound the same. If I like that song, I can still get something out of it, even when it's kind of just rehashing. Mm-hmm. You know, so I did I did sort of buy into that ending. I don't know. Well, you know, it is a Dexter ending. To me, it just, nothing, it didn't really come to much. I don't know, you know, what did Dexter learn this season? He learned that he, he can never be like Lumen. Yeah. I think that's it. Yeah, pretty much. What did he learn about himself? I don't know. What did he learn about Rita? I don't know. You know, um... Pretty much. It's just, that's a lot of, that's a lot of stuff for nothing to happen. Yes. Yes, I agree. But, you know, wishes are for children. Yeah. You know, what did he wish? You know, what did he, he blew out the candle. I mean, you know, he should have said, I, I, you know, wishes are for children, but I wish, you know, I'll wish I can be like Lumen someday. I don't know. Just give me something. They wanted to end it on a more, on a darker note, I think. Mm-hmm. He has his hopeful speech and, and then, uh, ends it with, but you know, but that's not, but there is no hope. There's no hope. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, there is no hope. Yeah, that's 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 what they wanted to do. And I guess like I don't know, to me that worked, but I, I agree it's like unsatisfying on a character level. Yeah. But there was something I don't know, just naturally there there was a nice um uh I don't know, flow to the way they uh did that. Yeah, I didn't really like the whole ending at all. The the whole scene pretty much I mean Deb, Deb and Quinn show up to the birthday party, and Maria announces at the birthday party, look who saw the Battle Girls game. You know what? what? That's, that's another thing that I was totally confused about. So what does that mean? Even she said, I didn't really solve the case. I just found, <laughs> I just found where, where the murders happened well, or where the rapes happened. Yeah, that's what's weird is, like, 
I don't know what she's talking about, but why did she bring it up at a kid's birthday party? This gruesome murder case, her her work. Why is she bringing that up at at the birthday party to announce it like the kids give a shit? You know, like that any of the other people who don't work at the police board care. It's it's just a very obvious, you know, very contrived line. You know, it wasn't like. And I guess it had something to do with maybe they're setting up, uh, you know, that she's nice to Deb and she wanted to yeah. sort of make everyone clap for Deb. Because she could have just come to her quietly like a normal captain would have done <laughs> and said, hey, good job for, you know, solving the case. And then she could say, well, it's probably more it like it was a bunch of the, you know, people from work hanging out at a bar and, you know, that, yeah. in that that's context. How, yeah, that's how it plays. Yeah, yeah. because they are like everybody from the station is kind of there. Yeah, you know, which, so, which they should already know, right? They, don't they already know that? I believe they do. Yeah. So, so it's kind of like, well, what are you, you know, that's how that's how contrived it is. That it just doesn't even make any sense in the context of what they're talking about. So, right. Anyway, and I'm still hung up on what that even means. Yeah, I, I think it means it means something for the audience. It means that the case is closed because Jordan is apparently dead and that's it. I mean, but it doesn't mean that she figured out what happened. She didn't tell them that she found the vigilantes and she let the vigilantes go. She definitely didn't say that. I know. See, and that's my fundamental problem with that. Like her theory was that there were these vigilant, you know, one of them was the 13th and there was some Mm -hmm. guy helping her and, you know, she basically nailed what was happening Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and Maria finds out about it. She knows that that's a theory that she has. Uh, Masuka comes in with evidence from the next door house that, mm-hmm. you know, uh, some cleanup happened there, and he thinks that supports the vigilante theory. They find the boot prints, you know, both of them. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, and so I feel like, you know, it was clearly established to most most people that Deborah's theory was that the vigilantes did it. Then mm-hmm. she she finds this place. She actually finds the vigilantes, decides to let him go, but she reports the location, you know. So mm-hmm. then, then Maria saying she solved the case. Shouldn't that be her theory was right? I mean, it's weird because she's not well, saying that. Yeah, you know, and her and theory was right. But then, what what does it mean to say she solved the case? What's weird is solving the case is might be something different than, of course, the case getting closed because they didn't find the, the vigilantes. So, so knowing who the suspects are and their mo, well, knowing the sub, you know, knowing that there are two people and what their mo is, is that solving the case? I mean, maybe you solve the case when you know who the vigilantes are. I, you know, that's what I would think. I guess, but when she talks to Dexter, she's like. You know, he's like, uh, you think it was your vigilance? He's like, I don't know, just a theory. She doesn't even seem to think that, you know, her public her public statement is, you know, that was just a theory. I don't know. I just found this crime scene. So to yeah. me, there's no indication that she's publicly saying this theory is correct. Yeah. You know, so then then what is it that she solved? I, I think it's really just a very obvious telegraphing, a, a very obvious wrapping up of that storyline to say, Hey, audience, this storyline's over. <laughs> I know, but is. like... That's all it is. Don't look at... If you try to find the meaning, you can't find it because it doesn't make any sense. Because <laughs> even if she was telling people that her she thought her vigilantes did it, that's not solving the case, is it? Right. I mean, is the case solved when you... The case is solved when you have the people who did it or you yeah. at least know their identities. 
you know, the case isn't solved when you just have a, a, a theory about who did it, and and you know, she she's not going to go on record with saying that they did it, you know, or or that she has evidence that they did it because, or you know, because their evidence is that she showed up and saw them do, killing this guy. So she's not going to say she showed up and saw them and left. So the only evidence that she's going to have is this, the, her previous evidence, which is the two footprints Masuka has, and that's it, really. Um, that's the hard evidence she, they have, you know. Yeah. They have evidence that bodies, that people are missing and that the body, you know, there's been different kill rooms and stuff, but that's it. So if that's if that's what it takes to solve a case at Miami Metro, <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, I see why they have so many problems. Yeah, yeah. On yeah, a related no, note, they actually – What? Crappy writing. Oh, okay. Yeah, I mean, that's what it comes down to. They actually go visit Dan the Dentist's wife in mm-hmm. the 11th episode. <laughs> and, no you know, she's under the impression that he was going off with guys because he was gay. Mm-hmm. You know, I think just because of Masuka's theory. Masuka's theory is the one the police told her, which, which is, which you know, however delicately they said it, she just, she just believed it, and then was like, "Wow, I didn't know my husband at all," which she didn't. Yeah. But it's just, yeah. And then they say, "No, no, 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 it wasn't a gay thing. He was a murderer." Yeah. Don't worry, he wasn't gay. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. So then she's like, oh, that's a relief. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Phew. Mm-hmm. That's the bullet. Yeah, I, it's – so, okay, but the the thing the thing that, that still troubles me, though, is that even though they sort of – you know, Dev sort of realizes the vigilantes did this, and she even brings up that the crime scene may have been uh, authored to look – you know, make it look as though – uh, there was some weird like sex thing going mm-hmm. on, which is uh, sort of correct, right? Mm-hmm. But there's no acknowledgement of the other guy there. No, nope, never. You know where did he come they from? Didn't look him up. They didn't. Yeah, they didn't look him up. They didn't say who who had a motive to kill this guy. Yeah. They didn't say where was his last known location. Yeah. You know they did not investigate that. That that part, you know, it's just it's just that's what it gets me about this season. I guess it's just it's very obvious the crappy writing. I mean that the Santa Muerte case, the holes in that case, in that storyline. I mean, there's so many little fragments of stories that that went nowhere or were very contrived. And yeah. as good as some of the other stuff was, there's just these huge glaring things. It was like, why did you guys do that? Yeah. You know, it's just like, I don't know. I mean, it was very, it was one of the best moments of the season when Dexter had to, you know, run after the the guy in the plastic at the warehouse and before Deb and the homicide team find, like, that was great. But the way they tie, the way they wrapped it up was so bad. Yeah, it's almost like they're just, they just didn't want to, they didn't want to go into any detail about it. So mm-hmm. they do realize that that guy's one of the, one of the rapists, but they, they don't really investigate any of the implications of the crime scene. Because you know what? That, that should throw a wrench in her, in their nice and neat barrel girls case, right? Yeah. Because, because now you've got someone tied to these guys who they're all tied to Jordan Chase, but but you've got this extra guy yeah. who is 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 at this crime scene, and how does he fit in? And they never, no. you know, they never. And there's even and that's the thing. I don't. It doesn't take much to please me in writing, even though my 
diatribes might seem to disagree. But all we have to do is for Deb to say, yeah, and this and this other guy who was there wrapped in plastic, uh, best I can tell, he was wrong place, wrong time. Or mm-hmm. best I can tell, he's got nothing to He's just an outlier in this case. And, you know, the, the guys down on the fifth floor are going to handle that. You know, yeah. it's fine to, to give a one-off line about things that don't matter, but things that don't matter – but are not addressed become, you know, the wheels, the, the, the squeaky wheel, you know, that gets the grease. It's like, well, here's something that stands out, yeah. even though it's, it, it doesn't matter. It's like, well, why is it here? You know? Yeah. Yeah. I don't mean to be all over the place, but another thing that pops into my head, uh, which has nothing to do with that exactly, is that, uh, you know, when they're, when they're going to Liddy's crime scene, um, they ride this boat thing, I, boat doesn't seem like quite the right word, but it's a watercraft, mm-hmm. um, and uh, and then Dexter, you know, has to leave because um, Lumen calls him, you know, about uh, the other woman, uh, whatever her name was, Emily. Yeah, yeah, Emily. Uh, and so so he goes and like fucking smashes in a car window and steals a car to leave the crime scene. <laughs> I couldn't, couldn't believe it. Which I thought was fucking ridiculous. Couldn't believe Dexter. <laughs> Stole a car in the same area where his entire police force is, and then, then he, and then he crashes that car. Yep. Uh, you know, I feel like when when the police get to the camp, they aren't they going to see that bulldozer on the main road? And yeah, it's going to look like a car, like, got knocked off of the road. And I just, again, crappy writing. I just, it's just, there's, that's the kind of stuff that I think other seasons don't have. That many little aberrant storyline, story threads, these little things that just stand out. That's like, why did Dexter do that? You know, it could have cut to another scene where, you know, Dexter leaves the Liddy crime scene, they cut to another scene with him in a car, or they cut to a scene where, you know, he asks for a lift back to the station from some other officer, you know, whatever. Like, it, they don't have to shove him stealing a car because it doesn't make any sense, right? It's just weird because they all went there on that boat, and then Dexter leaves. I mean, what are they, where do they think he went? Like, he didn't have his car there. Oh man, I'm just you know, laughing thinking about like yeah, I, I, I don't I don't know where they think he went. Um and, and I feel I like he, it's yeah. potentially a problem because, you know, that car getting stolen is probably gonna get reported at some point. Yeah, someone's gonna walk over and say, Hey police officers, did you see a red Pontiac get stolen over here like around yeah. five minutes ago? And I don't know, Dexter Morgan just left. <laughs> uh and I'm pretty sure that that car is actually left out. I mean, they don't necessarily dispose. It's like upside down and kind of totaled. Um, so I'm pretty sure they so they're gonna they're gonna say this car was last seen at the Liddy crime scene. Yes, the only person who left was yes. Dexter. Yeah. Um, so what do you think about Deb's? I mean, Deb's line at the end where she tells Dexter, "You're probably happy this is all over." Like, do you think she suspects that he's the the vigilante's helper? I did wonder what the fuck that meant, but uh, I did not think that she suspected that. No, 
Maybe I should have. What I kind of feel is that the uh, – I want to talk about it specifically, but I feel like the whole thing with her actually finding them um, and letting them go, I feel like it's kind of a setup for her eventually finding out the full truth about Dexter and not turning him in. Mm-hmm. I don't know if she actually suspects him right now. I I I don't I didn't quite feel, get that sense. Yeah. Well, I'm yeah. I was trying to think of what is, if she doesn't suspect Dexter. What does she mean by "You're glad this is all over"? Because what was what was up for him that she knows about? She doesn't know about the Lumen thing, so that's not something that was all over that she would have been mentioning. Uh, she she did meet Lumen, but she has no idea. She has no idea what was going on with that. She has no idea Lumen's even gone. Does she even know that he has any troubles at all? I don't I'm trying think to so. think. She's probably thinking Dexter's had a very easy season. <laughs> yeah, that's weird. That's weird. Is that what that means? Oh my I don't God! Know why why are they so subtle? Jesus, dude, I'm telling you. Uh, maybe I don't know if subtle is the word, but there's something. I, I I don't know what she could mean. I mean, nothing nothing's over unless she's talking about the Quinn thing, which shouldn't have been Dexter's issue. Right, right. I don't know. I don't know what Deb is talking about. I really don't. I was trying to think. Okay, well, what does she mean by that? Or, or what does he think? You know, what does she think? What does she think she means? What's over? What's over, Deborah? Hmm. Oh no! The maybe that girl, is what the that girl means. Case? I mean, maybe maybe it's kind of talking about the Burrow Girls case, but it's like, was that really on his plate? I mean, he did like two days of work on that or something. <laughs> like, you know, like yeah, yeah, that wasn't his thing at all. Um, yeah, yeah, that's weird. I, subtle mm-hmm. is not the right word. That might be too complimentary. Maybe just mm-hmm. vague or something. Like yeah. I feel like they they go between being very vague and being very um you know painfully obvious, mm-hmm. and it's just it's a weird mix, you know, because uh, sometimes it's like yeah I didn't even think about that line, but now that you mention it, it's like I don't even know how to explain it, and why not? Why can't I explain a simple line from her? <laughs> Yeah, at the end of the season, you know. You it's not say, supposed to be a mystery, right? We're supposed to know what she's talking about, right? That's Again, I think, you know, the, the writing, I mean, I think that's when it's when it's that vague and sort of uneven with, with what Quinn thinks, what Dexter thinks, what Deb thinks at the end of the episode. I mean, that's weird. Yeah. You know. That is really weird. I didn't realize there was ambiguity about Deb. God damn it, there is, though. Yeah, I wonder if she does suspect Dexter. I mean, like I said in the previous podcast, I did feel like if she, if she, you know, could click that gear in her head, which is blocking her from suspecting Dexter of anything, she might think about Lumen and the fact that she fits the profile, and the fact that she just suddenly appeared, and the fact mm-hmm. that she's now gone, <laughs> mm-hmm. and and you know, possibly make that connection. And maybe that is somehow a hint that she uh, she actually knows. I just think it's weird. I mean, like, I, I so I, I specifically want to talk about the scene where she actually finds them behind okay. the, behind the, uh, I just, I want to say real quick that I, 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 I want to say I don't think Deb knows because I don't think Deb is a very subtle person. If, if she thought Dexter was the vigilante, she's not going to throw him a thumbs up and a wink. She's going to confront him and say, are you the vigilante? I know you're the vigilante. I feel like Deb is a very straightforward person. You're right. And, and I don't think she would just end it with, 
you know, knowing this about her brother, something that crazy, I don't think she would just go, you know, glad you think, you know, aren't you happy this is over, wink, and, and that'd be the end. I just don't, I mean, even at the end of the season, I feel like Deb, if you're writing Deb as a, as a you know, true to her character, she would interrupt the finale to, to get in Dexter's face about this if, if she knew it. So I, I feel like she doesn't suspect it. I feel like it's sort of vague, crappy writing that they're intimating that she might suspect. Because um, they, they, you know, when when you when you have vague stuff, it makes it seem it makes things seem more interesting than they are, you know, because it, it, it takes some skill to to pin down things and make them good. But if you're vague about what the answer is, then it's like, well, maybe it's a good answer, maybe it's not a good answer. I don't know. <laughs> right. So yeah. So uh, what do you want to say about but, the? But not vague in an interesting way. Just yeah, vague exactly. in a vaguey way. Like there's really yeah. no like. There, there's really no interest. It's just like, what the fuck are you talking about? I want, I don't want Dexter to say that. Like, no, it's you who should be glad this is all over. Because <laughs> yeah, it's almost like if he says, yeah, I'm glad this is all over, she's like, gotcha. I knew yeah. you were into something. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Yeah, what's this? What am I talking mm-hmm. about? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I was talking about Harrison's, Harrison's birthday. What are you talking about, Dexter? You know? Like, yeah, 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 yeah. I agree. And it could just be the writers not being not being on target with what her character would, you know, would do. Yeah. Um, and she does really yeah. suspect or something. I, you know, I agree with that, you that like that could be the case. That her actual reaction really should be to get in his face about it. I that I agree, but but yeah. I, but I I didn't even think about it. It's like there's even more <laughs> there's even more ambiguity in this episode than I realized, and I saw a lot. <laughs> oh man, yeah, you watched it twice. Jeez. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and it's not because I loved it so much. It's just because I wasn't able to understand it, and that's weird. Because mm-hmm. yeah. it's a simple show. It's really not complicated. It shouldn't be hard to understand. Yeah. You know, this season had the the, the change in the in the writer the writers or whatever, and I yeah. feel like maybe the next showrunner season, specifically the showrunner. Yeah. So maybe next season might be better since maybe this season was a sort of weird changing of the guards and things weren't as smooth or something so yeah I, i'm, I'm kind of hopeful maybe next season might be a little bit more streamlined and and uh and uh finessable finessing mm-hmm. finesseful i don't know what the <laughs> word is um finessey finessey yeah and um but okay so what did you want to say about the the the, the deb and when she finds the vigilantes I well first I wanted to ask uh, if you have any thoughts about that scene. In terms of what? I, it just in general like what did you think about the scene itself? Oh. What do you think about uh, that as I a resolution? Cool. Yeah, you know, I it was it was this close to Deb finding out Dexter who he is, you know, Dexter is Dexter than we've seen. I thought it was really well done with, you know, they just happened to kind of be behind the plastic and, you know, in she can sort of see them, but not really tell who they are. And I, I pretty much liked the scene. I thought it was pretty good. Uh, she, they, they did a good job about putting Deb in a place where she could feel sympathy for the, the vigilantes. You know, she kept watching those videos over and over. And mm-hmm. so I thought they, I thought it, you know, it felt very realistic that she would get to that place and to sort of know that, uh, that they weren't out just killing people to kill people. They were getting revenge against guys who Deb thinks 
to to die, and uh, and it was kind of all said and done. And so it's kind of like, you know, if you know, I think I I liked it because I think things would have happened differently if you know if another uh, abuser was still out there, she probably would have taken the, the vigilantes in. But since everyone was dead, and she you know feels relatively sure that the, the vigilantes will stop killing because all the guys are dead then the only thing that she could do in this situation would be to throw them in jail and, and what kind of sort of justice is that for them since, you know, since they've kind of already killed everybody. So uh, I thought it played very naturally. I, I thought it was pretty good, uh, pretty well done. And, um, you know, a good way of getting Deb and Dexter at that point to where Dexter's almost found out, uh, you know, he knows that Deb is, is close to finding him out. Um, but without actually having to cross that line of, you know, or should I say, pierce through the curtain, mm-hmm. through behind the curtain, <laughs> literally and figuratively, <laughs> literally, yeah. So, um, so yeah, it, it played out pretty well, I thought. What did you think? Um, I'm gonna agree that like as a as a self can as I've said, like individual scenes I like, and that scene on its own I like. I do mm-hmm. think the initially when I watched it, I, I was hung up on when I realized that they were behind a conveniently opaque uh, curtain. I mm-hmm. realized, oh, no, this is why she's not going to find out. Mm-hmm. And I was kind of stuck on that's their cop out. God damn it, that's their cop out. Yeah. But I think when you listen to it, it, it is good. It's well acted. It's a nice scene. Um, but I think like. Season five, like I'm just ready to raise the stakes. I'm I'm mm-hmm. I'm tired of being toyed with about that, mm-hmm. you know. And I do feel like they're at least sort of heading in that direction. But for me, it's just proceeding way too slowly, you know. Yeah. I feel like she's still so far from the truth about Dexter, even if she knew he was one of the vigilantes. That isn't That's exactly still, uh, yeah. <laughs> knowing <laughs> everything about Dexter. So exactly, yeah. So so I guess. Um, uh, I I I just I would like that to have progressed more at this point because I feel like mm-hmm. it's to me the relationship between Dexter and, and Deborah is pretty significant to the show and I I just think it's never going to be it's never going to be uh, as as strong as I want it to be until she actually knows who Dexter really is mm-hmm. you know and she's she just um, uh, she's just totally uh in the dark about him and has been for the whole show and so anyway i the tease teasing us with it so much and having her come so close where she actually could have seen him if she chose to mm-hmm. you know um uh was was frustrating to me on a level even though i do like the scene itself mm-hmm. you know so i i guess like i'm just i'm ready you know, and I thought this is a finale. Like, let's raise the stakes here. Mm-hmm. You know, this isn't episode six or whatever, where obviously she's not going to find out then. You know, so I, I, I don't know. I, I do, I do like it, but I, it, it was kind of disappointing to me. Well, Dexter can't. I mean, Deb can't find out Dexter's a vigilante. You know, because the kids are coming this summer. <laughs> so that would ruin things. Okay. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I agree with you. I, I think, like, since this is the first time Deb has gotten this close, it was fine to me. If this was, like, the, you know, the second time she's gotten this close, I would be like, okay, this is a cop-out. You guys aren't moving. But this this is as close as she's got, ever gotten to, to you know, she sees Dexter at a crime scene. You know, it's different than finding his blood blood uh, slides or something or finding some other kind of evidence. I mean, she has him at the scene of the crime. 
So I thought it was, it was, it was you know, I, I thought it was fairly fair that she got to this point. You know, but I feel like if by the end of next season, I, she's not further than it is. They are spinning their wheels. And I think, you know, you're, you're, you're upset that they're not progressing faster on that storyline. I'm upset they're not progressing faster on Dexter's sort of character growth, you know. Um, and oh, I agree so with I think, that, too. I yeah, just yeah. wanted to bring this up as an extra thing. Well, and I just feel like, what are they progressing in? <laughs> you know? More shit happening. Yeah, shit's happening, but what's actually progressing? You know, what's actually building upon? That's what I think. I just feel like every season he's learning what kind of relationships don't work when you're a serial killer. And, you know, which is all of them. And, and, uh, And I just feel like... You know, it seems like he needs to be building to something. It needs to be under, under, you know, to have some sort of cumulative effect where he can say, you know, this is just like uh, with Lila. I'm not going to make the same mistakes I made with her. Sure, call back season two character. I don't care. You know, tell us that he understands that he's been through shit and that he should be learning lessons. And when you have Harry show up saying the same thing all the time, you know, Dexter, I don't know if you should be doing this, and you already know that because every season I come to you and I say the same thing. I mean, you have you have Harry repeating himself that he's repeating himself. You know, he, he, that's just insane to me. You know, it's just it's weird. It's like okay, Harry shouldn't be saying the same thing at this. At the finale, every season, Harry's like, Dexter, I think you should think about this some more. <laughs> this plan isn't going to work. You know, did you think it through, you know? Yeah. And it's just like, come on, you know. And, again, you know, the big questions Dexter always asks himself are the same questions. And maybe that's true of life. Maybe in life we just always ask ourselves the same questions and we never get good answers, so we always ask the same questions. But... When the question is, can I be a serial killer and have a good relationship with somebody, you know, and, and let them know, the answer is no, man. Like, you, you, you're going to be hard-pressed to find anyone who isn't at some point harmed by your dirty little secret. And it's like, he needs to realize that the trick to his happiness is to get rid of his dark passenger, not to make room in the car for somebody else and his dark passenger. You know, or to figure out maybe if my loved one rides in the front seat, my dark passenger rides in the back seat, we can be happy. Or, you know, it's like he's trying to rearrange the people on his journey of life, and it's like he needs to kick out the dark passenger. And I know they wanted to end this season with on a dark note. That's fine. It's Dexter. It's a dark show. But her fucking name is Lumen, and... (laughs) Show that there's some shred of light. Don't say there's a shred of light, but it's only for kids. The end, you know. So I just feel like if they're not going to make, if they can't even give us the hope of progress with this little, with this, the, you know, this whole storyline about someone who gives them hope, her name is Lumen. You know, they, they made, you know, they made us deal with a character named Lumen, and they didn't, you know, bring it on home. <laughs> you know, I think they, it's like it's like tossing a you know tossing the ball up in the air, getting ready to hit it, and then going, nah, I'm not gonna swing at that. You know. Yeah, I can't hit that. Oh, I can't hit that. It's like, well, what are you what are you tossing in the air then? <laughs> you know. Yeah, yeah. I just think for the for me for my interest in the show, if it's just really gonna become a procedural. 
you know, where everything kind of happens and there's, you know, 60% police cases and 40% Dexter stuff or vice versa or whatever, like, you know, that's, I'll, I might keep watching if, as long as it's, you know, interesting and the characters are, you know, I care about the characters, but if it's not actually going to give me some idea that there's character, real character growth that's apparent, that, like, he's not going to make the same mistakes every season and stuff like that, you know, then it's I'm going to be inclined to, to, to follow less. You know, if next season is just going to be a retread of season four or something, you know, if this is, if we, you know, if by the third episode we know how the season's going to end, it's just, that's kind of lame. You know? Yes, yes. I agree. You don't take my word for it. <laughs> Another thing that uh, I feel the need to bring up is uh, Jordan Chase. Um, oh, the villain that could. <laughs> well, I guess he sort of could. Um, he did, but then he couldn't. Mm-hmm. Um, I... You know, I think in the end he was kind of a uh, kind of a one note character, but I did like that one note. I thought he played that pretty well. Um, you know, I liked I liked how in most situations it's kind of cheesy, but it sort of worked for me how most situations he would kind of start psychoanalyzing whoever he was talking to. Mm-hmm. And sort of try to get in their head and, like, read them. And actually did a pretty good job of it. Like, most of the time, what he said about them was pretty accurate. Mm-hmm. You know, um, the scene with him and, and, and Deborah. Like, he, he starts, like, <laughs> he starts, like, trying to trying to analyze what's going on. No, no, it's you I'm concerned about. You know, she doesn't really necessarily fall for it, but he, he actually is trying to sort of manipulate her in this in that scene. And then, you know, he does it. He does it even when he's on the table about to be killed. He's still mm-hmm. doing it. You know, mm-hmm. like he's the, that like motivational thing where he tries to get, you know, see what people's problems are, identify them and sort of, you know, steer people in a certain direction. Like he, he, he definitely had that. Like they, they made that very clear. And I, I liked that aspect of his character. It was kind of his only aspect, but yeah, which is a weakness, I think. But but I, I did think that that was strong, at least. It made him kind of interesting. I, I mean, it is sort of just a standard talking villain in a way. But I just appreciate, like, he, you know, he identifies that Lumen's been changed by, by Dexter and even takes credit himself for, you know, Lumen discovering this kind of strength. And I feel like that's mm-hmm. kind of true, even though, you know, that doesn't say justify what he did. Well, yeah, she says, I wouldn't have had this if you didn't do this to me. So it's like, yeah, y- you know, it's, you can't necessarily say she's a better person just because she's willing to kill people now. Right. <laughs> you know, that's a weird thing to say. It is. Um, but, yeah, I know I liked a lot of that stuff. I thought his, you know, sort of the actual end kill scene was sort of the most lackluster, but the sort of build-up to his, to his, to his last scene I thought was pretty good and capturing Dexter and sort of having them both, you know, sort of under his thumb was, was cool, but then he didn't notice the other knife and, you know, it's just, it's, it's, the villains always screw up. They have to because they can't win, but it's like, come on, dude, you got a gun, you know, come on, you know, don't you, don't, 
I don't think he ever fully grasped what Dexter was capable of. He didn't really know who he was fucking with. Uh, and I, I think that's what's weird, is that they set up this whole thing where he's interested in Dexter from the beginning. They set up this whole thing where he's psychoanalyzing him. They even spend time together personally. Yeah. Yeah, he never fully gets what Dexter's up to. He never fully gets why Dexter's invested, that Dexter would be killing him if Lumen, if he had never met Lumen. You know, he'd be killing him if he knew he had done this to these girls anyway. So it's like he never knew who he was up against, so it's kind of no wonder that he failed, you know. Um, but, uh, yeah, a lot of the, a lot of that, those scenes I, I did like. Uh, John Lee Miller did a great job. I, I like yeah. him as an actor. He did a really good job. And uh, But, yeah, it, it's, it's one of those things where the villain, when they're sort of stripped of their power, you know, when, when his henchmen are gone, he's got really nothing but himself. Yep. You know, he's kind of scary. He's sort of threatening. You know, he's – but what's weird is – and I think something that made him completely different than Trinity is that, you know, Jordan Chase didn't like to hurt people directly. Yeah. So he's not, so it's not, so you're not necessarily going to be scared of him when he captures you because he's not going to sort of get this thrill out of hurting you because that's the last thing he wants to do is have to do it directly. Right. So that was what was different when he captured Lumen and I'm thinking where he, you know, he might hurt her, but he, he doesn't, he doesn't like want to, yeah. <laughs> you know, he's going to do it because he doesn't, because he, he's upset about what happened, but he doesn't sort of, he would prefer to have somebody else do it. So it's not like even like when she's captured, this is the ideal circumstance for him, you know, and so right. that, that kind of diminished the, his sort of threatening quality too, because it's not like, you know, he's the ice truck killer, or he's someone who's going to get off on killing these people. It's like, no, he, he'd rather, he gets off on controlling other people into doing yeah. these things. And so yeah. that kind of took some of the sting out of his final scenes, I think. Um, but, um, but in general, yeah, you know, and he, you know, he talks to Lumen. You know, if Lumen had, was really strong and she had really changed, she wouldn't have fallen for his trap when he's goading her into killing him, you know? I agree. It felt like he won. Yeah, it did feel like he Even was. though he was killed, like, he totally mm-hmm. got to her, just, you know, just as much as he did when he originally had her. Totally. Totally. Yeah. And so, yeah, it does feel like a kind of triumph for him, and I think that's sort of what he's going for. And it is weird mm-hmm. to end on that note, like, Jordan, yeah. Jordan Chase wins the final battle. He does. He totally wins, and <laughs> and uh, he, he showed that he was able to manipulate her to the very end. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. She should have. She should have said, "I know what you're doing, Jordan. Yeah. I know. I know what you're doing. It's not going to work. You know. Yeah. And I'm. I'm going to kill you when I want to kill you, or something. Which is. I just don't get why. I mean, that's the thing. It's like it seems like. It's weird to set up that she's changed and she's different, yet she falls into the same pattern. So it's like, well, what are you guys doing in that writer's room? You know, why aren't, why aren't you consistent about a character character growth and change? It's like either she's different and strong and not susceptible to him or she, you know, or she isn't. Yeah. But it's kind of both. So that's the vagueness that, I, that you know, that, that you see this season. Right, right. I agree. I agree. And all women can say is, you know, this is for all the people you've hurt, and mm-hmm. it it just feels very weak compared yeah. to you not know, not even like not even one stab per victim. Yeah, or, 
you know, just here's one single stab and you're dead before I'm finishing talking. You know, it's, yeah, but like I said, the, his actual kill scene wasn't wasn't as good as the build-up. Yeah, I mean, I yeah, I didn't like sort of the way it was resolved, but I, I did sort of like how he was on the table. I mm-hmm. like I, I like how he really like I, like you said like he's still he's still intimidating her basically, even though he's strapped down and about yeah, to kill. Yeah, I mean, none of the none of the the same ritual. You know, he didn't. He, I mean, he knew who his victims were, but none of that whole like recanting of the victims and. And uh, you know Dexter cutting his face and all that. Yeah, stuff. that's true. They didn't do that at all. You know, I mean, she apologized for just killing him. You know, um, but and that's the thing. Why not make Jordan go through that ritual? Why not? You know, when he's trying to goad her, she can say, "You're not in control of this. This is going to happen our way." And and let him keep talking or something, but like you know, make him have to deal with be, not being in control up until the very last moment of his death. You know, to me, that's winning <laughs> against someone like Jordan Chase. Yeah. You know, uh, but I don't write on Dexter, so. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Like, I guess I feel like in the scene with Deborah, um, she pretty much handled it in the right way, which was just kind of ignore his attempts to, mm-hmm. um, and just do her job and say what she wants well, to yeah. say and get it, you know, leave. And what he was saying was kind of off base anyway. You know, he was saying, "Oh, you're just obsessed with me, yeah. whatever." And it's like that's totally not her. You know, that's not going to make her. Uh, that's not threatening to her because it's just totally untrue. Right. You know, and he stops in his tracks when he says, "There's a vigilante out there," which kind of, you know, she probably thinks she's onto something that she's right when he does stop talking, does stop attacking her, uh, right when she says that. You know, because he knows it's true. Yes. You know, he knows Lumen is out there uh, with Dexter, so. He does, yes. And then there's the uh, the bit where he opens up Dexter's knives, uh, knife pack, and, you know, he says, mm-hmm. I, I look at this and I think there's a greatness in you, but mm-hmm. then I look at you and you're, you know, you're just a loser like the people in my seminars, mm-hmm. you know. So I didn't, I didn't quite know what to make of that. I, I, I want to... Uh, it, it does seem uh, to suggest that he um, he doesn't really understand Dexter um, fully by the end. Like he uh, to me, it's a yeah. To me, it's saying it's sort of you know again Dexter's been off his game, and I feel like that's really what that's the discrepancy is. Dexter isn't operating like the master his 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 knife collection would would suggest. You know, man, if you would have saw him in season one or season two, you'd have a different impression. <laughs> uh, you know what I mean? I feel like he was more on top of his game back then. Of course, he had sort of less problems. Uh, yeah. Not that not that family has problems, but <laughs> uh, yeah. they are. Um, so, yeah, so that's, again, that's what's weird is he sort of insults his, his prowess as a killer or whatever or as a force of whatever. And uh, but then Dexter kind of proves him wrong by ha- getting the upper hand, yeah. Because he he does have a knife. I don't know how he got that knife. Uh, oh, how that ask. knife? How that knife was on him? You know, was it on him when he crashed? You know, uh, did did uh, Jordan not check him for weapons? Um, you know, again, sloppy writing. But um, he gets the knife and he gets the upper hand and he stabs him in the foot and gets him on the table and you know. Yeah. 
I would have much preferred to see Lumen subdue him somehow. You know, because I'm thinking when, like, when he takes Lumen to the, there, I'm thinking, oh man, she's just gonna kick his ass. She's gonna find some way to get loose and really. And I was almost thinking by the time Dexter got there, you know, it would be in time to like help kill him. But she was already sort of not really needing his help that much. You know, that's how strong I thought she had gotten, but. You know, well, they, that's they, what they, they went the other <laughs> Yeah, yeah, right? I mean, you don't really want to see Lumen kick his ass. Like, don't that we should be her, the point. Yeah, yeah, like really, really have an opportunity to, to back at the turf where she was abused on his yeah. home turf, kick his ass and subdue him. And Dexter shows up just in time, you know, or something to, you know, you know, maybe Jordan, you know, is about to, you know, keep the final blow on her by the end of it, but she gave him a beating, and then Dexter comes in to help. But something, but I don't know. They didn't, you know, all she gets is to stab him and then leave Dexter cold in the dust. And Yeah. It's like, I watched the whole season for that. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I agree. She's basically just a damsel in distress um, mm-hmm. at the end, which is disappointing because they want to tell us, no, she's changed. She's not that anymore, but, you know, show it. I mean, yeah, don't, just, exactly. don't just say you just, it. Yeah, you can say whatever you want, but if the character doesn't do it or, or, you know, we don't see them doing it, it doesn't matter. Yeah. You know. Um, yeah, they they had to have Dexter be the hero, and, yeah, it would have been much more satisfying in a way to have her uh, get to the point where she can actually, um, she can actually, you know, collect herself and figure out how to handle the situation. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like when when oh go ahead because that's the kind of thing she should have learned from Dexter. Exactly, exactly. And um, doesn't Dexter buys her that knife? Doesn't when, when does she use that? Um, I'm sure she uses it at some point. I can't remember when though. Doesn't she use that knife? Yes, she does. I think she uses it. Because I think at the end of the second to last episode, Dexter sees the knife on the ground. Maybe that's the knife he stabs Jordan with. Well, no, he stabbed Jordan with a knife from his own collection because one was missing. Oh, okay, 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 okay. I'm pretty sure that's what happened with that. Okay. I think the knife, yeah, maybe the knife that Lumen had, uh, did she stab somebody with it? Yeah, like maybe maybe initially uh, when you know when she goes to see Emily and uh, you know Jordan Chase is revealed, I think she makes a play to get away there. Maybe that's when she uses it. Okay, that would be my guess because he does find it there. Mm-hmm. Which suggests that she tried to use it and like dropped it. Yeah. Um... I'm taking a look now just for uh, definiteness. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. She's going for a purse. I think she's about to pull it out. And Dexter swings in. Oh. Oh, they don't even show it. Okay, okay. I see what happened. So they, yeah, they cut from, like, uh, um, Jordan kills Emily and then Lumen runs for her purse. She reaches into it. Then they cut to Dexter in the car arriving mm. at the house. And he goes inside. He sees uh, the blood on the floor. Uh, he sees Emily's dead body. And then um, 
uh, and then he goes out back and he uh, he sees the uh, he sees a knife on the ground with blood on it. Whose blood is it? I don't know. I guess that's for Matuka to find out later. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah, but he, I think the implication is that she tried to fight him off with the knife and failed. Yeah. Um. Anyway, I was just, yeah, I was kind of worried about that knife thing. Uh, you know, they could have they could have saved that knife thing for the end when she's captured and somehow she uses that to kind of get away. But I was gonna say, you know, another suggestion would be when when he does when Jordan does have her captured and tied up in the basement and. And, he, you know, that that scene when he gets in her face and he kind of bites at her? Yeah, 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 yeah. Which is nice and creepy. Very creepy. She could have, like, headbutted him or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, but, yeah. it's something to show that she's not that she's not intimidated by him anymore. That even if he kills her, like, she knows that won't be the end of it. She knows Dexter's out there. Like, I don't know. There's definitely ways it could have made her seem stronger. Yeah. I agree. I agree. And it would have been more satisfying, um for her to, uh, you know, uh, get to the point where she could actually do that stuff. Yeah. Because then it would feel like she has an arc that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Instead of just telling us, oh, there's an arc there, we're just we're just going to tell you about it rather than illustrate it through the story. Yeah. Well, you know, she missed her opportunity to go around the world with her ex-fiance. <laughs> Maybe she can catch up with them somewhere. Yeah, yeah, maybe that's what she's going to do. Mm-hmm. I'm done with all that now. I just, it's just so very uncompelling to me that uh, this, the whole thing, Dexter falls in love with Lumen and she just leaves him at the drop of a dime slash killing all of her abusers. And... Um, you know, with sort of not a second thought, and then and then he, I just think it just, I just, I just, it's funny, I would never thought that I would say this, but I want him to think about Rita more, you know, I just feel like the whole point should have been to tie back to Rita, and then it just kind of vaguely does slash doesn't, you know. So I don't know what he's going to think next season. I, mean, I feel like they kind of tried to force it. I think Rita only really mattered in the first couple episodes. Mm-hmm. Most of the stuff this thing. season didn't really. The first couple episodes wasn't really about him and Rita. You know, I mean, it was definitely him dealing with the aftermath of Rita's death, and he had the whole trying to kill again thing. But he got back on the horse pretty fast and never thought twice about her again. You know, like I, I just feel like she never, she never got what she deserved. I think, and and maybe that's just the the show being dark or something. I don't know, but. He he never he never convinced me that she was important, you know. And I feel like the whole Tristan woman just sullies that whole thing to me. Like it's just like, wow, you just replaced her with with another blonde, <laughs> you know, that that quick, you know, a couple days, a week, or two weeks after your wife dies, you're with someone else, and you're not even questioning if that makes sense, and you never do, even when your kid asks you. <laughs> You know, I just, to me, those are kind of obvious things the character has to deal with, right? I just don't see why he never really kind of dealt with it. I mean, they bring it up, obviously. So they say, 
you know, they, they have asked her, be the one to say, oh, is this helping you with mom, you know? Mm-hmm. But they don't give an answer. They, they, they show that he's thinking about it. They show that it is something in his mind, but they don't actually say yes or no. Yeah. 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 I, I, it seems like more vagueness. Yeah, it's more vagueness. I don't quite know what. When she originally said it, I thought, you know, we are supposed to kind of think that. And I, I, I guess I still think that way, but um, it is weird that they uh, don't feel the need to um, make that a little bit more explicit. Mm-hmm. Especially because I agree. I mean, I do feel like Rita. Um, only second only to Dokes in terms of uh, getting screwed as a character after her death. Totally, totally. <laughs> and really, like characters not getting their due, um, it, especially on TV shows that make me care about it. And like Rita, you know, she was the main character on the show for four years. I mean, mm-hmm. I, I do feel that she deserved more. I agree. I mean, I think they, yeah. I think that they gestured in that direction. They didn't totally ignore her, but it, it wasn't enough. It, it was yeah. it was pretty weak, and I think there is, um, you know, if you cut out a few lines and maybe an episode or two, you could kind of have this season, you know, you could transplant this season somewhere else uh, mm-hmm. pretty easily, you know, if you take out the reader relationship. Like it's yeah. it's kind of unconnected to that. You Even know? in the finale, you don't have you don't have Dexter saying, you know, I wish Rita was here yeah. at Harris's birthday, his, what his first birthday or something. Yeah. You know, I think that's the big one. The big one, right? So that's the real big one. Yeah. And it's just like even at the end, he's not even thinking about her. You know, like at the end of the season, just be like, yeah, maybe the Lumen thing did help me with Rita or something. No, it's about him. It's he's very, uh, very self-centered in terms of you know, for him, Lumen was about him. Mm -hmm. Seemingly, because he definitely doesn't seem to. I mean, I do think the idea is partially that, you know, Rita never, he was never able to share himself with Rita fully. Yeah. Um, and and so that was sort of always going to be a problem with their relationship. And, and he thought, you know, with, with Lumina, since I actually have done that, maybe this can actually somehow work. Mm-hmm. Um, because at least, at least uh, I, you know, I'm being fully honest about who I am. Um, but uh, I don't know. I don't know. It, it 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 just gets shoved off to the side. I mean, I think that's the idea they were going for. You know, it's sort of like I can kind of see what they wanted to do. I just I think in a lot of ways they failed to accomplish yeah. what I think they clearly wanted to do. Mm-hmm. You know, and I do agree. I think I think if you want to say that part of helping Lumen was about Rita, I think Dexter does need to at least kind of acknowledge that at some point. It seems like only at that's after theory. It, yeah, and it's a great theory, and it's it's it, I like the character aspect of of you know she's okay with that that she realizes that that's something people that he might need you know like to transfer you know his his his, his issues with with Rita passing to this other person and like I, I like that 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 she's getting him this out that he never asked for you know. And I and I, I even like the idea that he 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 wasn't even cons- he wasn't even aware that he might be doing this. But yeah, I feel like me it's too. better it's better at the end if he looks back when she asks him for the second time. 
did it help? And and now that it's totally over, Lumen's gone, and he can look back over the season and go, it started with my wife dying, and it ended with Lumen leaving me. Did this help? I just don't know why he can't utter a, a, a yes or a, a, or some sort of opinion about it or, you know, something, you know. Yeah. Yeah, it's kind you of know, like he got away part. with the first answer because he said he told her he loved her. You know, that was his response. Yeah. And that that sort of made some weird sense. You know, that felt that felt right in the moment. Yes. But this was just silence like I'm closing my eyes. I'm upset. Yes. I So I, yeah, I, I agree. I mean, I think you can see the things that they wanted to do and really a lot of it just came down to how they wrapped things up or how they didn't wrap things up. Yeah. You know, like I said, you can you can you can wrap things up in a one-off line. Just make it plausible. That's all. That's all you need. Yeah. You know, and that's it. You know. Yeah. Which no, they I try agree. to do that. You know, <laughs> Detective Morgan solving the Barrel Girls case. What? <laughs> Harrison's like, what you talking about over here? <laughs> they didn't solve that case. They don't. She doesn't know who the vigilantes are. Yeah, they didn't she's believe got, her theory. She's got no body. She doesn't, you know, there's no, like, ev- there's no blood. There's no she murder just, weapon. She doesn't even think she solved it. <laughs> and she won't go on the record to say that that's the case, so. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. And Maria didn't even believe it. Remember the, yeah. the, the scene before that when, when she tells her about the her theory, Maria's mm-hmm. like, whatever. Yeah, like, what? No, this, did you say there's a way <laughs> Yeah. Oh, Dexter. Oh, man. No, you're right. It's like, oh, easy one-line wrap-up. Mm-hmm. Oh, whoops, it doesn't make any sense? Yeah, oh, well. you can wrap things up in one line. It's just got to – it just can't be any line, you know. Yeah. Um, it's yeah. just the thing. It's got to it's gotta work. Yeah, yeah. <sighs> yeah. They, they could have they they said something. You know, Maria could have said um, – Congratulations to Detective Morgan for for finding the, the last brother in the Santa Marta case. Mm-hmm. You know, and it would have been like, what? Okay, that all happened off screen. Okay, well at least that case is closed. You know, or something. It would have been a weird line to say, but that's how you can wrap. But that's the line you can get away with because that's all that was missing was the brother, and then the case is closed. Right. You know, but the vigilante thing makes no sense for her to say it's all wrapped up because they have nothing. <laughs> Right, right. It's also, to me, kind of frustrating, like, these days, especially with seasons four and five. Actually, I think three had this, too. Who knows? Maybe they all do if I think about it hard enough. But uh, uh, the fact that the police, like, are really, like, continuously in the dark about what actually happened, Mm -hmm. like, to them... You know, even Trinity, like, Trinity just disappeared. And then all these rapists just disappear. And mm-hmm. there's all this weird stuff, like, surrounded with it. You know, there's even, like, a frame job for some Trinity. It's like somebody framed someone to be Trinity. You mm-hmm. know, that's weird. And then there was this guy named Kyle Butler who was killed who was involved with Trinity. Like, mm-hmm. something weird's going on there, but they have no idea what. You know, no. and same thing with this Barrel Ghost case. I mean, Maria can say she solved it all she wants. And, yeah, she was right about the vigilante theory. But they really, you know, they really just don't know for sure what happened at all. 
No. You know, and it's just it's just weird to have the police be seem so like completely inept, like that they they never actually solve cases, even when they are do. They, do. Are they making a statement about law enforcement in America, or <laughs> I don't think so. <laughs> but there's there's since like the show is centered on a police department, it just it seems weird that they kind of you know, rarely succeed. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, I feel like on a procedural show, you know, they solve cases like that. <laughs> they thing. find all the evidence and they find yeah. all the suspects and they figure it out by the end who did what and why. Yeah. 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 And on this, it's more like, well, some weird shit happened with that case. I don't know. Let's just wrap this case up for us. Tell us what happened, buddy. Come up with the wild theory real quick. <laughs> Use the power of your back tattoo. It's <laughs> a lot of power. Yeah, it's a big tattoo. <laughs> a lot of tattoo. But yeah, I just I don't know. It's um it's the show is just kind of ridiculous in certain ways and Yeah. I I continue to care about it. At a certain point, I feel like it's going to be like, it's not about the police. It's not about serial killers. It's just about the characters and their relationships. And, Mm -hmm. you know, that's what you should care about. Because I feel like they do a lot of that stuff. But um, I don't know. I I feel like the, you know, the the plot interest that they originally had has kind of evaporated. Yeah. You know, I, I mean, just... Some of that stuff from the earlier seasons just had such uh, seeming weight. I mean, looking back, we can say, well, that wasn't really significant. But they made it feel like it was. And I feel like mm-hmm. that's the magic of TV most of the time. Because really, like, in your average episode, usually nothing particularly significant happens. But mm-hmm. they, they, they make it feel like it is significant at the time. And so you care, you know. And I feel like they sort of lost the ability to, uh, to weave that magic. Mm-hmm. Well, and when the stuff that's happening is stuff we've already known doesn't matter, you know, some of the storylines that it's like, well, this is just the case of the, you know, this is just the main case they're going to work for these couple episodes. You know, we've seen this story structure before. So that's the thing, like, they got to come up with new stuff for us to get in that mode of caring about the stuff that doesn't matter. Because that is, you know, that really is a large part of any show is to get you to care about stuff in the long run you won't care about because it doesn't matter. But, you know, if you don't have, the, you know, everything can't matter, you know, uh, and, at the end. So that's just the nature of, you know, sort of storytelling. But, uh, right, yeah, I just think it, they got to change what they're fooling us to, into caring about, you know. Because if it's the same stuff, if it's can you share your, you know, dark passenger with somebody, I mean, they, I'm, every time they do that, I'm going to care about it less and less. Because I know what the answer is already, you know. Yeah, yeah. If they, if they do this next season, <laughs> I I I will be amazed. I I feel like it. There's just there's no way they can make this the plot again. I mean, it's gonna be it's gonna be a guest star. It's gonna be a guest star who who. Dexter has to have some relationship with, and maybe it'll be, you know, hopefully it'll be a different kind of relationship. I mean, they've done romantic interest twice. They've yeah. done brother-peer figure. Mm-hmm. They've done father-mentor yeah. figure. 
Yeah. Uh, when they did Brother twice because of his yeah. real brother. Yeah. Uh, uh, so so they so basically, I mean, they've done two of each, and then so they can do another father mentor figure. Uh, that would be two for that. Okay, and then they can start doing other things <laughs> that they haven't done yet. Right. Um, which I don't know what that would be. Maybe he tells the babysitter. You know, uh, oh, I don't know. I'll just throw in like the baby. You were so, the babysitter was obviously just a device to get the baby out of the way for the last few episodes. I mean, so so just a plot device to get her out of the way and yeah, get the baby out of the way and it really came to nothing in the long run. And she, why even go through that same Bridget crap? That was you know that was just not even worth the time of developing her character when it's. You're just going to show up with the cake at the end of the episode, you know, at the end of the season. And yeah. Yeah, yeah. Was, they didn't do anything with her after that. Didn't do anything with her. I almost feel like, what's the point? What's the point in it, like, devoting any time to her at all? Why not just say, I don't know. I, yeah, I got, I got Harrison a babysitter. Mm-hmm. I can't watch him all the time. Exactly. Why get that? A- I mean, I don't want to say why get that actress, but I feel like she's, she evoked the quality, like she was going to be really interesting. Exactly, yeah. It and, made me think there was more to her. Yeah. And, and For her it, to just be the babysitter, they could have got someone else. Absolutely. It just it didn't require – they didn't even need to give her many lines. I mean, mm-hmm. I think she easily could have fulfilled that function. Yeah, so. I think it was just kind of timed. I mean, you know, they, they got some story out of it, but it didn't really come to anything. And, again, things that we cared about, but it didn't come any, you know, it didn't come to anything. Yeah. Um. It just seems like they, um, you know, just were, were sort of killing time with with, with that, that kind of, that plot early on. Yes, yes. I just, I think back to, like, some of the stuff in the first season, like, you know, he's going to these crime scenes, you know, that are, like, reminiscent of things from his past. He's he's finding, like, a smiley face in one of his blood slides. Like, he knows this killer is taunting him, but he doesn't know who he is or how he knows about him. And, mm-hmm. like, that's just such a great mystery, you and, know? And it was fun to see Dexter be curious. Yeah. You know, it was fun to see him go, ooh, I don't know what's going on here. Now I'm interested. Ooh, this killer is doing things I don't know how to do. It's, yeah. I'm interested, you know. Yeah. He's, he was sleep- he's been sleepwalking since Rita's death. You know, he's his mood. He just he seemed different as a character. He was not not never really jovial this season. You know, none of that like joking with Masuka stuff. And you know, like he definitely had. There was a fog over this season. I think that that didn't that other seasons didn't necessarily have. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I agree. But I but like looking back, it's like, well, it was his brother. You know. So the mm-hmm. answer is kind of mundane, but at the time it was a very nicely done mystery where yeah. I really wanted to know what was going on with that. You know, and I just I never really felt that with any of the plots this season. They they mm-hmm. never really got to that that level of interest. Or or season two, you know, with them actually finding his all the bodies he dumped and you know, Dokes actually finding out about him. You know, I mean, all that stuff was pretty strong, mm-hmm. you know. And so I just, I, I don't know, I, I sort of miss those days of Dexter where I actually felt like th- there were stakes, even when the reality was there weren't, you know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that That's just, I, I, that's, I agree with you about the character stuff, but just on a plot level, I feel like they, they're not doing as well either. Yeah, I agree. 
So it's just it's hard to I think it's hard for the show to be as good as it used to be when it's subtracting, you know, so many key yeah. elements to making a show good. Yeah, exactly. I mean, that's why this season's been the worst to me. It's not that the season itself is horrible, but just compared to the other seasons where they they had those main elements that were working and interesting, it's like, well, this season doesn't have that. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I kept watching. I never got super bored. You know, I never was, like, dreading the next episode. I was yeah, still yeah, interested yeah. to see, you know, I was definitely interested to see what happened and how things would get wrapped up, but it just still, uh, it was missing, you know, a couple of X factors. And I actually like that they de-emphasized the kill of the week stuff. I mean, in previous mm-hmm. seasons, we would get like maybe ten kills of the week. Yeah, I, I'm know? actually very glad because it didn't mean it, it. It didn't mean anything. It got to be like, yeah. Oh, I did some research before the episode started, and this is the guy <laughs> I'm going to kill. And it was just like, okay, well, I guess he deserves to die. I mean, you know, sure, Dexter. I just I found myself questioning Dexter's judgment, you know, which I didn't used to really do. And at this point, I feel like the innocent death toll is starting to pile up. I mean, we had, I mean, obviously, you know, he's at least like partially implicated in a number of deaths just indirectly, including like Dokes. But, Mm -hmm. you know, then we have the guy he actually kills who's innocent last season and is upset about it at the end of the episode, but never really again. No. And then we have the guy in the bathroom this season, the infamous guy in the bathroom this season, who... We in, never give another thought to. No, no. I mean, there's a line that he did that later, but it doesn't mm-hmm. seem as though he really appreciates the fact that he just murdered some random person mm-hmm. just because of his own personal problems. I mean, yeah. that's just, that's crazy. And I like that's that That's beyond scene. the pale. That's beyond the pale, I think. That's, you know. Yeah, it's too much. Like, I like that scene, but it's like, if you're going to do that, you need to actually deal with the consequences. Yeah. You know, and and then, uh, you know, now we have Liddy, who, okay, he maybe he was a somewhat sleazy cop, but there's really no indication in my mind that he deserved to die. No. I mean, he was right about Dexter. He, in, mm-hmm. in, in, in legal terms and in a way moral terms, he had every right to, you know, try to make a bust on Dexter. Yeah. You know, and even if he was going outside certain channels, I mean, I don't think that warrants his death at all. And really it just no. comes down to Dexter's need to not get caught. And mm-hmm. at a certain point, I mean, how many people is Dexter going to kill just to preserve himself. And, you know, can he really still be sympathetic when the innocent death toll starts to pile up? Because his whole saving grace is not killing innocent people. And that's, and that, and, and, you know, the sort of flip side to that idea is is what's interesting about Dexter is that he, you know, specifically kills the bad people. Like he's, he's a serial killer who goes in after people who, you know, you can sort of think deserve to die. Like they've already yeah. done something bad and this is why we can this is why you can, you know, get on get on board with his story in the first place. Is because he is just killing he's killing guilty people. Yeah. So if you flip that on his head and now you have innocent start you know, innocent people joining that list and he's not even vetting, you know, necessarily vetting the, the guilty people. It's just kind of like, yeah, you're really losing, they're really watering down the the crux of the show. Right. Right, exactly. And that's, I mean, they really shouldn't do that. 
Mm-hmm. Even if they're going to like have poor character development or uninteresting plots, at the very least, don't abandon the basic concept of the show. Exactly, yeah. You know, um, and so, yeah, I, I, I do feel like that's, I feel like that's becoming a problem. And I think, again, just like Dexter being off his game, it's not necessarily a problem to do it, but at least have Dexter acknowledge it, at least have it be significant. To me, if he he doesn't ever acknowledge it, if he goes the whole season being off his game and he doesn't acknowledge it, to me that means the writers weren't doing that on purpose. Yeah. And on, on top of that, it seems to me to suggest they didn't realize the pattern. Right. Because it's one thing to go, you know, write half the season and then look back and say, you know, Dexter's kind of off his game the way we wrote these episodes. Let's, you know, episode 10, let's have him comment about how bad he's been. Yeah. You know, uh, and, and, you know, make him question, you know, how does he balance whatever, whatever, you know. But they never do that, so it seems like not only did they not specifically make him off his game, but they didn't even really notice he was off his game. Right. So that's, you know, insult to injury. Yeah, yeah, like for them, this is Dexter just, you know, in his normal mm-hmm. level of abilities. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, it's like they didn't they didn't really remember how good he used to be. Mm-hmm. You know, and that's that's just kind of sad. Yeah, they, it seems like they think as long as he's got his gloves and his knife kit, then that's, <laughs> that's Dexter. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And it's like, you know, he, he, he didn't go into any frenzy about hiding evidence and hiding his knives mm-hmm. like he usually does and hiding the blood. He carries his kiltles to a crime scene. He, I couldn't believe that. I couldn't believe he had his kiltles with him all day, all day long. Why didn't he leave them in the car? Well, I guess, like, he wasn't going to go back to that car. Well, he hadn't stolen that car yet. Well, no, no, no. But, I mean, how did he get to work? Oh. Like, he does have an automobile, right? Yeah, 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 he does. <laughs> yeah, so I'm just saying, why not leave that in his car, assuming sure. he, he shouldn't go to work thinking, I'm going to need my kill tool with me at work, just in case, you know what I mean? I feel like I feel like he should be thinking, I'm going to leave work l- later, I'll leave my kill tools in my car. Yeah. You know, and then all he has is when he does get called to the crime scene, you know, yeah. Hey, good thing I didn't bring my kill tools with me. Right. And then, and then when he's leaving, he can just give an offhand comment to an officer and say, "Hey, can you give me a ride back to the station?" Or go back to the boat and say, "Hey, you mind?" You know, they don't. We don't have to see it. You know. And I feel like he doesn't have to steal a car. Right. But then maybe okay, maybe they have him steal a car because he's going to crash it. I think that is he's why. Gonna, he's going to crash a car, so they don't want it to be his. Yeah, that would be implicating him. Mm. Yeah. Because that, that's actually what I thought. Like, when I originally watched the episode, I forgot that he stole a car. I mean, it's so ridiculous. I guess I blotted it out or something. But yeah. I I uh, uh, I was like, wow, he just crossed his car out there. I don't know how that's going to look. Well, you know, I just hope none of his DNA is in the car that he just flipped in. Oh, good point. You know, I'm sure not one hair follicle fell off <laughs> of his head, you know. Right, right, right. And I'm sure the police don't pay any attention to the surrounding area of that uh, no, big, no, no, big no. time crime scene <laughs> that they just discovered. <laughs> yeah, uh, I mean, you know, it's uh, it's kind of it's kind of ridiculous. Yeah. Uh, on, on a random note that has nothing to do with this, I'll just say I think Liddy got kind of crappy at the end. Um, yeah, he was he was he was he was a great character until the last his last 
ep- uh, last scene, last episode. Yeah, yeah. I mean, pretty pretty one note, but like again, like Jordan Chase, a cool one note, you know. Mm-hmm. And I think Peter Weller did a great job. Yeah, um, great job. Uh, so I do appreciate that character. It's just it's sort of unfortunate that he was kind of a complete uh, waste in a way. Like he didn't really yeah. do anything. It didn't really matter. And even How Angel's he- like, am I the only one who cares about this? Like. And then Liddy rolls over and goes, I care. <laughs> yeah, I think, like, the way he got into the story was very was very contrived, and the way he got out of the story was very contrived. But yeah. those two periods in between, he was a really good character. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and I just, yeah, he's, I mean, it, it, I, I love, like, I like the costumes. I like his general just demeanor, his way of being kind of, uh, you know, uh, half threatening all the time, mm-hmm. and uh, you know the idea that he's just—he's—I don't know—he's very driven, and and he didn't necessarily have to say why until the last couple. Of months, so. mm-hmm. You know, you just kind of you just kind of accepted that he latched onto this for whatever personal reasons. My guess was mm-hmm. just that more. It was just uh, you know, like you said, he was a he was a cop. He was not, you know, actually practicing police work at the time because of his, you know, bust uh, uh, from Maria. But, um, you know, this was sort of like a case to latch on to, you know, during a time when he couldn't do what he had been doing for like 30 years, as he says. Yeah. You know, but in the end, it's sort of like, no, 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 he's actually maneuvering. He's actually going to try to make this. He doesn't actually care about this case. It's kind of like he found something juicy that he didn't expect to find, and so he he went further along with it. Because you know, once he once he saw the pictures of him dumping something in the middle of the night, he was like, "Hot dog, I'm onto something yes. here. This is my t- this might be my ticket back to the force." So. Yes. Yeah, I I, I kind of wish it was more about his personal honor as a cop. Even though he was corrupt, I thought it'd been a nice dichotomy to show he had this personal honor as a, as a detective to to solve this crime and and that even if he does want his job back that it's it's more about his his like this the sense of duty that he still has even though you know he he sort of got became corrupt over time or something but yeah that's a little more finesse than they were willing to deal with yeah <laughs> you know they went with the with the very obvious I want my job back. Right. <laughs> yeah, I mean, going so far as to have him say, I don't care about you, I don't care mm-hmm. about her, all I care about is getting my job back. Like, that's yeah. almost a direct quote. Yeah. It's like, and that's that's where it's like, okay, yes, the writers know how to be obvious. They know how to tell us things in, mm-hmm. in, in a very simplistic fashion. Why Why couldn't we get lines like that from Quinn and Dexter? Mm-hmm. I mean, it wouldn't necessarily be good writing, but at least I would know what's what happened. Like, yeah, Dexter could have had some voiceover after Quinn talked to him, and he could have said, you know, you know, yeah, Quinn, I let you off the hook. You know, he's thinking in voice his voiceover, yeah, Quinn, I left you off the hook, but that's because it's better for me and it's better for Deb. Yeah, Deb. perfect. Boom, I'm fine with Boom. that. Boom, aren't you done? It's <laughs> over. Like, that's all you yeah. need is a quick little line about what he's thinking and why, and yeah. then it's over with, yeah. Yeah, it's not that hard. And with a voiceover, it's even easier. Totally, because you can get away with being direct with what yeah. you're saying, because this yeah. is just direct thoughts, so. Yeah, but instead of choose the background, if he's just kind of playing dumb with Quinn, Mm-hmm. And I'm left wondering, is there any way that wasn't Liddy's blood? Like, just, 
Like that? No, it has to be. They showed it dropping on the shoe. Like there's no mm-hmm. way around that. Yeah, I thought I thought that drop was going to key uh, Quinn into that. That something was up with Liddy, but no, it just ties into the crime scene and yeah. Um, and so what's weird is I wonder what Maria thinks and what Deb thinks was going on. You know why now? Now that he's cleared, now that Quinn is cleared with the Liddy case. Why do they think he was being so coy about asking questions? (laughs) Since he seemingly now has nothing to hide. I agree. What's his story? I mean, there's still the issue that that Liddy was calling him. They were the last calls he made. You know, Mm -hmm. like, I mean, he's still, the the equipment was still checked out under his name. I mean, maybe they realized that that was forged, but they never said that. I mean, Mm -hmm. it wasn't clear what his explanation was. I'm telling you, man. Crappy writing. I think that's all. That's all. That's all. Like, not not tying up all the loose ends very well. Yeah, you know. Because yeah. yeah, he's got all this evidence against him, and uh, and yeah, not just the blood. Like that wasn't the yeah, only not thing. Just the blood. Yeah, exactly. But I guess that's the thing that you know. Everything else he can he can he can say. You know, he can give whatever reason, but. You know, Liddy calling him before he died, before he gets killed, and 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 Quinn deleting voicemails isn't proof that he killed him. So right, you know, he is he is effectively off the hook. But I think you know it leaves up all these open questions. And you're right, it's the worst police force I've seen on TV. I mean, I think he at least owes them an explanation for what was going on, like what his involvement with Liddy was. Yeah, you know. Because, like, if, I mean, if that's the last call you make before you're found dead, I mean, even if they're not the one that killed you, you know, it should at least be interesting what they had to say. And, like, mm-hmm. he basically deletes those messages. But, like, isn't there going to be some record of that? Like, the fact that those that those messages were there at a certain point? I don't know. I was thinking that maybe the police could uh, call the you know his phone company. The cell phone company. And, yeah. And I don't think they'll necessarily have copies of the voicemails, but they might be able to tell that voicemails were left. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. I mean, just a record. They'll definitely be able to tell from the duration of the calls that he most likely left voice messages. Yeah. yeah. Um, but what they what they said and all that stuff is you know. Lost forever. Yeah, I think that's probably lost. Yeah. Yeah. But um, anyway, overall, I thought, you know, season five, like I said, C plus, B minus. Um, it, ha- it had its moments, and it, it's not completely horrible. You know, like I said, I was pretty much, cap- you know, interested episode to episode. So I agree. I look forward to it stuff. in general. It just—it's it, got to progress more, I think. It's season five. You know, I think you know by se- by next season, I think we need to see like. You know, I, I posted this on Twitter. I'm like, Dexter needs to, like, inherit a haunted mansion or <laughs> move to a new city or, you know, I think it's time to switch up the show, even if, like, you know, the, the the cast changes or something. Like, I think it's getting time to, like, really do something different because him, him Dexter asking the same questions every season and almost getting caught every season. It's just getting boring. I agree. I agree. Um, I do think they need to shake things up. I'm okay with keeping the same cast. Particularly, I want uh, I want Deborah to find out about Dexter, and mm-hmm. I want Dexter to progress in some way. For example, trying to give up killing. That yeah. He doesn't have to do I that, think, but that's just an example of the kind of thing I'd like to see, a significant yeah. change for him. 
I think he should have tried that the, at the beginning of the season. I think to me, if I if I had my way with this season, I would have had Rita's death be the be the thing that keeps him from killing because he realizes that's how he got her dead in the first place. Yeah, which is Dark Passenger. And I wish at the beginning of the season he was actively trying to ignore his dark passenger and refuse it. And then Lumen comes into his life who needs yeah. him to use that skill. So he has to reluctantly get back into killing to help her, which in effect, you know, which at the end, by the end of the season, when Aster says, did this help you helping Lumen, he can say yes, mm-hmm. you know, and it's like, I feel like they could have easily used the same pieces to make a, a better you know, better puzzle at the end, you know, a better complete picture of what was going on. And it seemed like his reaction post-Rita was very lackluster, and it should have been more dramatic, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it definitely feels like a weak follow-up to Mm -hmm. such a strong ending last season. And I did like this ending, but it just, it's obviously nowhere near what they did, and... I remember how excited I was about this season. And I actually did like the beginning part pretty much. Mm-hmm. Um, it really started to fall apart for me once, as, as soon as he, as soon as he started talking about Void Fowler, mm-hmm. like that's when, that's when I was like, Oh no. That was, that was the first, that was the first like dip in the season. I, I mean, the boy stuff is okay in general, but it was a, it was a detour. And I was just like, yeah, yeah. I don't really like this at all. Yeah. That's when it, it was like, it was like, Oh, back to routine already. Like, mm-hmm. episode two? Like, what the yeah. fuck? Like, I, I don't know. I just couldn't believe he, that they were doing that. He never... God, I hope Rita is not in a place where she can see him, you know. I hope I hope wherever No Ordinary Family takes place, she cannot see Dexter because Julie Benz would be very upset about <laughs> Dexter's lack of, you know, reaction to her death. And again, I would never forgive the show for not writing, for writing that, you know, at, at Rita's funeral, Dexter kills the guy at, at the boathouse, kills the random innocent guy, goes home to change clothes, and doesn't put on a suit. I will just never forgive him. <laughs> yeah. Because, again, about Dexter being on top of his game, he needs to look the part. Right. You know, he's got people thinking he's the killer, and he's not even dressing up for his wife's funeral. You know, and it, it's like, okay, don't say he changed clothes if you're not going to put him in a suit, and he's the only one who shows up not wearing the right clothes at the funeral. So, uh, they won't, to me, that's a bridge too far. <laughs> I I love how much that bothers you. I I agree with your point. It just I don't know. It just doesn't matter to me as much. <laughs> it's just it's it's just, like that's like so long ago, and you're still upset about I, it. It's I great. I mean, to me, it's, it's such a blatant oversight. There's no excuse for it. I mean, it is bad, but I don't know. I guess I've moved me, on to just, other things. It's just a blatant oversight. I just I, I just to me, there's no excuse to say he changed clothes, but. I mean, obviously, they didn't want him in a suit, or somebody would have written he's in a suit. But right, uh, it's just weird that he he they won't write that he's trying to put, look the part at least when when he missed an FBI meeting. You know, who they want to interrogate him about what happened, and he shows up late. You know, right. and he doesn't look like you know. It looks like he just changed clothes from killing someone. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> which he did, which he did. So. 
Yeah, I agree. I I just like the guy killing the guy in the in the boathouse. Like mm-hmm. that that's still that's more upsetting to me than the same yeah. thing. Like I I guess like it just seems like a larger thing. But I mean, your point is perfectly valid. I he should have been wearing a suit. It makes sense in every way. Well, let's uh, unless you have some other topics, we should wrap up the podcast. Um, uh, I think I brought up everything. Let me make sure. Yes, yes. Check, 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 check. I think that's good. I think that's good. I agree. I'm going to uh, also say, you know, maybe I lean more on the B-minus side, but I pretty much agree that uh, this season had significant problems. Um, and I think for me the season only worked in a uh, local way. Like individual scenes were good. Yeah. But I, I think um, the overall picture is kind of really sloppy and – yeah, uh, and you know the character stuff didn't really progress very well, and the plot was not particularly well thought out. Um, it was just it was just individual pieces. Some of the acting was good. Some of the individual mm-hmm. things the characters did were good. But yeah, it's it's uh, the big picture is just missing. So I, I uh, I'll be back for next season, no question. I'm definitely not done with this show yet. But uh, yeah, totally. Uh, but I'm I'm hoping that next season they can somehow bring it back home, make it like the even numbered seasons are good or something. Yeah. All righty, everybody. Well, thanks for listening and tuning in to our Dexter podcast series. It's nice that we did a whole season and uh, got that taken care of. Yes, 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 yes. Um, So we'll be back with uh, something at some point. We will. We will talk again about some topic in the future. Yes, and we will record it and put it online. Stay tuned. Until then. See you later. Wishes are for children. And that.